Cherry Dye Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. Funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. As I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? Anybody move, I'll blow your fucking head off. And the medic gets out and says, Oh my god. I'm your Huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Rolling well, this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch. The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? yippee ki motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! What is going on, everybody? <laughs> I'll keep it on in the background for a minute. What is going on, everybody? It's Saturday right. night. There, there you go. You, yeah, you can still hear it, right? Yep. Uh, it, yeah. is, it is Saturday night. It is Hollywood Hangout. We appreciate everybody joining us tonight, hanging out. And uh, I am Boxman. Alongside me, I have Anthony. Hello, sir. What's going on, Box? What's oh. going on, Chat? Not much at all, man. Not much at all. And we got Weebs hanging out with us tonight. What's up, Weebs? What's up? Shout out to Russell. Definitely. 
most yeah. definitely. And trust me, there's a few uh, there's a few uh, NYPD blue tie-ins with this movie that will oh, uh, that will be dedicated to him. Also, three of them actually, three, not just one, not two, but three tie-ins. Shelby Malil, I, 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 I dropped the first one. Shelby Malil, the one that murders freaking wife. Uh, yeah, guy, yeah. Attempted murder. That was attempted murder. He was attempted, for. dude. Boxman, you're Jewish. You great, dude. You know, you know all the freaking law stuff. So yeah. Well, no, it said in IMDb it was attempted murder in 2010, which is fun, which made the line he said even more funnier about the drive-by. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, yes, we are doing the 40 uh, year old version from 2005. Um, now, Weebs, did you get the unrated version? Oh, of course, yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. Okay. You want to watch DDP's wife right now and every all the on topless chicks? Oh, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. So okay, yeah, we so we all watched the unrated version, uh, mm-hmm. which ended up being I think like fourteen minutes longer than the other version. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, there's some. If, if you've only seen the regular movie, the regular one, you might hear us talk about a scene or two that what that wasn't in the movie. Um. And uh, we apologize for that. But I have never seen the movie, so this is the only version I've ever seen. I don't know which version, which scenes were left out <laughs> or what. I have no clue. I don't have, I don't have a fucking clue. So we're just going to roll with it. Uh, this was 2005, uh, Boxmax. Come on, dude. Like, that was like a long time ago. I, I literally got in a car and drove to freaking Florida because it was Hurricane Katrina. That was 2005. Wow. That was like what, fourteen years ago? Explain yourself, box man, please. Where were you fourteen years ago? Uh, in Florida during Hurricane <laughs> Katrina. <laughs> All right, All right. Uh huh. Jesus, I was there Starting already. Yep, I was there for Hurricane Katrina. I was right there in Florida. Good times. Good times. Right. Definitely, man. Good times. Had some. I had some fun. I had some fun during that. <laughs> Actually, did I went to uh, as soon as it was over? We wouldn't have any power, so I just I just went to my buddy's house and uh, who I, I have another time I'm going to bring up my buddy Mike Koontz. I went over to his house and we just fucking drank beer and got fucked up all day. So that's what we did. That's pretty much fun, right? That was my yeah. hurricane. That was my hurricane. <laughs> We had a hurricane. Down south, we call this a hurricane party. That's it's a, a hurricane, hurricane party. Yeah. Yes, you have hurricane parties when you live in Florida. Exactly. Especially when you're that far from the from the coast, you're allowed. It's okay. You'll just get some trees down. Nothing big. My cell phone number is 850. It's a freaking Florida number. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there I'll you get go. It. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, all right. Um, I guess we can get right into the uh, the actors. Um, mm-hmm. Then I will play the trailer. Yes, Anthony, I do have the trailer just like last time. We're going to try to make this flow. I'm not going to lie. Got a few more clips than we had last week or last uh, last show with uh, Knock Around Guys. But this movie is well worth it. There are, trust me, <laughs> when I say I only have 23 clips, I should have had 40. Only? <laughs> yeah. I should have had 40. Um but uh, I guess we can get to the actors. What, what do you think there, Anthony? Good idea? Get to the actors right now? Of course. You know, lay some groundwork, you know, some uh, backstory, if you will. All right. Let's do that. Let's lay some, well, let's lay some work, whatever that fucking means. Uh, first of all, the movie is directed by uh, Judd Apatow. 
who, uh, you know, knocked up, this is 40, kind of has a running thing going on and likes to use uh, Seth Rogen in his movies. I think it's the laugh. That laugh is so fucking annoying. He's been affiliated with Cable Guy, Talladega Nights, Knocked Up, Super Bad, another choice that y'all probably was going to... Step Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Pineapple Express, because you're a weed head, Anchorman, and Bridesmaids. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, nice. Yeah, I've seen Pineapple Express and Anchorman. Yes, I have. And you know the funny thing about Seth Rogen that I noticed watching this movie? Mm-hmm. Say it. Maybe, maybe it's the hair, the facial. He reminded me of a jacked-up Screech Powers. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, like, I was looking at him in the face. I'm like, <laughs> if Screech had a better build, he would be fucking Seth Rogen. <laughs> Yeah, you got a point. You really do. You got a point with that. He he kind of would be. Um, I don't know the. Back- Who did he marry? He married a, a blonde chick. Let me see a uh, box mind. Didn't did you marry a blonde chick right now? Who me? Yeah, I um, think so. She's dirty blonde or blonde? Like you know what I'm saying? Blonde. It starts with an L, and her last name starts with an M. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't know, but um. You know what? Before we even uh, hmm. oh, and by the way, this movie was written by Judd Apatow and Steve Carell, mm-hmm. who Steve Carell is the main character in this movie. Andy, he is the forty-year-old virgin, literally. Um, Steve Carell, obviously known for a ton of movies. I would say my favorite Steve Carell movie is um, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. <laughs> Y'all can hate me if you want to. I never saw it. That was a Jim Carrey flick, wasn't it? No. 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 Um, uh, what's his name? Tony Soprano was in that movie. Um, oh, uh, James Gandolfini? James Gandolfini was in that movie. Uh, Steve Steve Carell, Steve Buscemi was in that movie. Um, that's pretty much most of the main actors right there. But no, no, no. Yeah, he, he played a magician, which he did do a little magic in this movie. Maybe a little... Maybe a little precursor to 2013 where that incredible Burt Wonderstone came out, but I love that movie. I think it's hilarious. Come on. Okay, is this one is this gonna be one of the movies where the supporting cast stole the roles? Because according to Boxman and Anthony, Doc Holliday stole the role, Peeper Hannah stole the role, but uh Ronan Malco, um, you got Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. They stole the roles. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think Steve Carrillo held his own in this movie. Yeah. I do. Now, Steve Carell, obviously known for mainly, let's go ahead and say it, The Office. Um, so that is uh, – now, there was one tie-in with The Office movie in this uh, thing. Let me figure it out. Let me, let me, let me get that real quick because there <clears throat> is a tie-in with The Office movie. The uh, – oh, here we go. Um, in the scene where Andy uh, – the Benihanas that they're at when they go to the uh, – when they finally go out. Trish and, okay. and Andy. But for anybody listening, that's that's that that's a place where you can. It, it's supposedly Asian, but you can like, sit there and watch the grill being cooked and all that stuff, right? You got to tell them they box man. Yeah, it's hibachi. It's hibachi. Yeah. My my hibachi. My son loves hibachi. Um, right. Yeah, that's the same one used in the in the TV show The Office when they do go there. So they just use the same one. Um, obviously, it made it made sense. So that's what they did. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we got Steve Carell in this. Who's I mean, he was in Anchorman two, Neighbors, Foxcatcher. He was in Foxcatcher. Oh my god, really? 
Jesus, there's something I didn't know. And uh, obviously... Okay, a, a Judd movie, right? Anchorman and Anchorman 2, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. both, exactly. So <laughs> he likes to use the same people. Uh, let's see, who else do we have in this movie? We have uh, Catherine Kenner, or Catherine Keener, sorry, <laughs> um, who plays Trish in this movie, the love interest. Uh, God, great body. Name Judd Apatow's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. A lot She's of their... A lot yeah. of their wives are in the are, are in this movie actually. All right. Uh, Steve Carell's wife is in this movie. She's the counselor that we'll talk about later in uh, later in the mm-hmm. movie. Um, Paul Rudd's wife is in this movie also. Yeah, I believe Steve Carell's wife. Paul Rudd's wife, I believe, is the um, girl who wrecks her car. Leslie Mann. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So thank you for naming her. A <laughs> lot of wives in this damn movie. Just uh, obvious. I mean, I don't know why, but there are a ton of wives in this fucking movie. Um, who else do we have here? But uh, yeah, this that, Catherine Kenner been in a, a few different movies. Uh, Jesus, being John Malkovich. Um, Get Out. Yeah, Capote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in Get Out. Um, she was one of the voices in Lego: The Incredibles video game. Hey, how about Can that? I use the word early? Early Kevin Hart, early Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah. this was on that period, that high streak for Jonah Hill where he was funny. Not so much now. Hopefully, I don't know, man. Obviously, lost weight, maybe health reasons. I don't know, but uh, he's put on a few more pounds because fat equals funny. Okay, <laughs> listen, this is money. <laughs> Skinny Jonah Hill, not as funny. Is yeah. that what you're saying, Anthony? Pretty much. All right. Well, if you think this is a young Jonah Hill in this movie, you should see the Jonah Hill in 2004 who was in NYPD Blue. <laughs> ah, nice. He was in NYPD Blue? He had one, basically, I mean, we would call it a cameo, but he was unknown yeah. at, that, at the time. Um, he worked in a little spy shop, little electronic spy shop. And uh, basically he had one line, and that was it. That was the only time you saw him. It was one episode. And uh, I actually know the exact episode. Of course, I, I remember the episode. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But uh, that's one of the one of the NYPD Blue tie-ins that we're going to mention in this movie. Uh, we, it, actually, we mentioned him the uh, a little while ago. The guy who plays Haziz is also the second one. He was in two episodes. And yeah. uh, Jane Lynch, who plays the boss in this movie, we'll 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 go ahead and just get to her next. Shout um, Russell. Yeah, there you go. She plays Paula, and she was in one episode also. So there we go. We have three right there, and those three dedicated to Russell right there. NYPD Blue tie-ins. There you go. Anthony Anthony said it best, dude. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to your boys. Hey, I love y'all. Trust me on that one, dude. It's, like, ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, when Shaheen wrote that stuff on Facebook, it's, like, Within seconds later, dude, I read Anthony's post. It's like, nah, it's, it wasn't right, dude. And I was like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Uh, and, uh, oh, shout out to Gene. Uh, check out his uh, latest wrestling overdose mm-hmm. episode. Should be checking out anyway, but uh, he gave a real heartfelt tribute to uh, Russell. First half hour or so was dedicated to Russell, and that was good shit, man. So check it out anywhere you listen to all of your podcasts. You know, uh, Podbean, fucking... Castbox, Google Play, TuneIn Radio. Oh, definitely. You know what I'm saying? I walked into a freaking um Airbnb and I fucking grabbed Anthony's hand. I dapped him off and I hugged him. That's my dude. Leave it at that, bro. 
It's always going to be like that. Box man, you next, bro. Whether it's, you know what I'm saying, Tampa Bay, you next, you know, WrestleMania weekend or whatever, bro. Eventually we'll get up, bro. Florida is my is my home state. You never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, you know, WrestleMania was in Texas a couple years ago. You didn't make that one. Was, if you don't make the Florida one box, bro, I don't know. I don't yeah. know about the future of this show. Bro, I was, if you can't make Florida, <laughs> I was. You have no clue how broke I was during that. Me during and that me and man. Anthony and a couple of other fucking brothers walked into a fucking biker place, and it was like, "Fuck it," you know what I'm saying? Me and Anthony talked about wrestling just on the way home, walking through tools and driving through tools and everything else. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's worth it, dude. Trust me. I should be able to make that drive. I think it's only a 14 hour drive from here. Yo, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Come to my house, leave the shit here. I'll drive whatever, bro. Trust me. <laughs> well, I'm, I think I'm the opposite way of you. No, yeah, I do. We'll I, no, I, I actually, I, do. I, I go through Louisiana, but I don't think I go. I don't. I don't go through the Baton Rouge part. You, you're eight hours from me, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're far. We'll figure it out, dude. Trust me. <laughs> Maybe we'll meet up halfway and take yeah. one car or something. We'll figure it out. Hey, it's twice I hung out with Anthony. You know what I'm saying? I dab him. I hug him. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, gave me his parking personal phone number and everything. Dude, I love both of y'all. Just like y'all said last week. So, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Appreciate Always. that. Definitely. I'll make it out there, man. I'll make it out. But anyway, let's get back to Jane Lynch before we get a bad review. Right, Anthony? <laughs> oh, yeah. No yes. more bad reviews. Uh, yeah, no, more. no more drinking. No more drinking for you. No more talking about what? people that's not in the movie. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, bro, whoa. bro. Hey, bro. We got to make the people happy. We got to um, make the listeners happy. Look, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll keep the show moving. I'll, I'll, I'll play the trailer to keep the show going even faster. But don't ask me to stop fucking drinking during these motherfucking shows. <laughs> Twenty six million dollars box office in one seventy seven. Sorry. Really? Yeah. This movie? Yeah. Was, yeah. This this movie did well. Yes. This movie did very well. Um, and this was an early movie for uh for the, for Apatow, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, hold on, hold on. Oh five movies, right? Batman Begins. You got Walk the Line. You got Sin City. I mean, just Brokeback Mountain, Revenge of the Sith, Hustle and Flow, Wedding Crashers. Damn. All right. Yeah, that was yeah. another one. I would say, like, um, for me personally, 05, it, it was a lot of hit and misses. But to, for me, my favorite movies from 05 were Evilly, this one, and Wedding Crashers. Because I'm, I'm a comedy guy. And uh, <laughs> Any, anybody knows the Wedding Crashers sequel, the official sequel. Uh, I, I got it written down, but anybody know it? Mm-mm. Oh, the I thought was... Well, was Oh, it? yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was, that was. A... It wasn't as good yeah. as Wedding Crash, but I enjoyed it for what it was. I loved it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm a movie mark like y'all motherfuckers say, so yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I haven't seen it, so. <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. But uh, Jane Lynch, we did mention her again, the uh, the third NYPD blue tie into the movie. Uh, she's known for mainly Glee. Uh, she's one of the voices in Wreck-It Ralph. She was in Role Models. Uh, she's done a ton of stuff. She's actually been she around. Likes the same thing we like, right? Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. She also um she had a recurring role on uh, Two and a Half Men. She played. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she was actually funny on that. She played Charlie. She's therapist. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude! I'm scrolling down. This she's been acting since 1988. Mm-hmm. I mean, back to the 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 fugitive. Yeah, she was the doctor in the future. Yep. Come on now, you better remember that. Yeah. Yep, she was in the Judging Amy TV series. She was in Gilmore Girls, Family Law, Boston Public, The X Files, King of Queens, tight. She ton of TV show after TV show after TV show, dude. 
This woman has had a TV show career. 2004, same year as uh, Jonah Hill, she was in NYPD Blue, Arrested Development, Friends. Jesus Christ, dude, CSI. I could keep going. And she was also uh, Ricky Bobby's mom in Talladega Nights. Jesus. Right. I forgot about <laughs> no. that. No. No, we talk you talk about NYPD Blue, but it seems like everybody under the sun at some point was on fucking friends. People that you wouldn't even expect. <laughs> yeah. That was a Yeah, dude, Tom Selleck was even on Friends for a while. That's right. Tom fucking Selleck. The mustache. And he still stash. fucking got it. Trust me, trust me. Yeah. He still got it, dude. Oh hell yeah, yeah dude. Blue Bloods comes back on next month. I'm fucking yeah. excited about that shit, dude. <laughs> I'm excited about that shit. Love that fucking show. Um, Let me ask you something. If, if 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 we use the word Jew, like how would you like about it? like Jew Bloods, um, NYPD Jew, and um, Jew York undercover? What would be your favorite word of the Jew? I've never said the word Jew until I make box man. I'm just <laughs> leaving it there. What is your favorite cop show with Jew? Dude, come on, son. I, I say th- something. I, I think it would have to be NYPD Jew. It's just it's great. Damn, poets, yeah. Jew Bloods is pretty good too, though. Why the fuck do you keep shitting on fucking Jimmy Smith, dude? I love Jimmy Smith, dude. Like, fucking leave it alone, dude. Bro, I Give like... me your main reason why you don't like Jimmy Smith. Like, serious. No, it, it's not that I don't like Jimmy Smith. It was the character <laughs> he played in NYPD Blue was a All sniveling, right. whining little bitch, and I hated it. Shout out to Russell because he was a Sipowitz guy. He didn't fucking like Jimmy Smith either, he so was, I'll leave it there. He was a Sipowitz and Sorensen. He liked his Rick Schroeder, too. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, uh Russell's probably going his name he's probably going to get name dropped a lot on this episode, so yeah. If you don't like that, you might as well tune out now. That's right. Uh-oh. Speaking of Jewish people, Paul Rudd is in this <laughs> goddamn movie too. Um <laughs> Paul Rudd, he's not I mean, Ant-Man, I love mm-hmm. you man. Uh he's been in a ton of shit, but uh early Halloween movies. Yeah. Really? I I didn't know that one. Yeah, it's Halloween, yeah. He was in the early Halloween movies, like five or six. So yeah. Is oh. one of those ones. Yeah. There we go. Been a been a voice in a couple of uh Simpsons episodes. Again, he was in Anchorman two. He was Brian Fantana. I think he was in the first one too, wasn't he? No, I guess not. By the time of two thousand five, Paul Rudd had already been acting for like ten years. So, you know. Yeah. I don't know how you want to look at it like that. So yeah. Yeah. All right. That's enough of him. Uh, <laughs> Romany Malco plays Jay in this movie. Fucking hilarious. Been in Weeds, been in a bunch of TV shows, and um, not a ton of shit, but definitely. Blaze of Glory. Yeah. Oh, I forgot he was in that, wasn't he? Yes. I can't believe I've actually watched that movie. <laughs> okay. Boxman always says there's supporting freaking roles that steal the movie, whether it's Doc Holliday, whether it's. Shaft 2000, that's exactly what the cast, the cast does in this movie. Like, yeah, Steve Carell's kind of a little underrated, you know what I'm saying? But he's overrated, too. Like, everybody. You got Paul Rudd, you got Romany Malco, you got Seth Rogen, so yeah. Well, you know I'll what it Fox is? is right here, yeah. Um, Best way I could describe Steve Carell was he was needed, and he was like a necessary component to this story. Everybody right. else was like a cool heel, to use a wrestling reference. And he was like that sympathetic baby face that you needed to kind of that you had to root for. Yeah, that kind of that right. kind of like was the glue. Because I feel like if you kind of took him out of the movie, 
it would have lost something. It still would have been funny, but it wouldn't have had a purpose without him in it. So he was kind of like the glue that held everything together. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like we all friends right here. We family and everything. Like I didn't have sex till I was like fucking seventeen. So yeah, I know the like the forty year old version. Yeah, I had sex when I was seventeen. It was like one of my fucking best friends. I think they call it fuck buddy right now. But yeah, that's exactly what we did. So I leave it at that. You know. Oh, don't worry. They're, they're, they talk about fuck buddies in the movie. Uh, I know. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't fucking realize that if like uh. I hung out with one of my boys from the military early, you know what I'm saying? And we talked about every fucking thing else that from A to Z. So, yeah, that's one of the things, dude. Yeah, I lost my virginity at, like, fucking 17. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't right. get a fucking BJ in a fucking limo like you, Box. But I'll leave hey, it at that. <laughs> <laughs> those, were, both, those were different times. Uh, anyway, last actor and then the uh, other actresses we will get to as the movie goes. Um, a couple, a couple of wrestling references in this movie we will bring up. One of them's very, I would say, subtle. The other one is blatantly mentioned. Um, Seth Rogen though is in this movie. Uh, obviously he's known for mostly Judd Apatow movies. Um, Pineapple Express, Knocked Up, Super Bad. This is the end. I love that movie, by the way. All right. <laughs> the, the, we need to definitely do that one one night because all these guys went by their real names. It'll be so easy to blow through that fucking movie. <laughs> but uh, Seth Rogen, I mean, he'd been in a shitload of things. Um, I mean, and and known for not only being in movies but making some of his own movies. Um, I mean, Neighbors, Twenty Two Jump Street. He was uh, Neighbors uh, Two. Neighbors Two. Yeah. Uh, he was in the Steve Jobs movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, all the he's been the voice in the Kung Fu Panda, uh, Sausage Party. He was uh, known for that one. Um, tons of big shit. Tons of big stuff. This guy. I mean, he's not like a. I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't say he's like a friggin' huge guy in the movie business, but he's definitely kept his kept him himself afloat, even in the movies he's directed. Um, Zach and Mira make a porn. Right. I would say no. I would say yeah. he's known. Like he kind of like has. He's definitely carved out his own niche. I mean, a lot of people forget that. Uh, what's that show he did? Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, yeah. Remember when that when that show first came on? It was like it was very unassuming. It wasn't until after it got canceled, went off the air, and went away for like a decade that all of a sudden gets all of his love. Right, all right, right. And I mean, you got to remember he definitely. I mean, he's a producer in a lot of movies. Producer or co-producer of even this movie, 40 Year Old Virgin, Knocked Up, Superbad, Pineapple Express, Funny People, Green Hornet, 50-50, Guilt Trip, This Is The End, Neighbors, The Interview, The Night Before, Sausage Party, I Could Keep Going. He's got a bunch... He, he, he definitely puts his money where his mouth is in a lot of these movies. So, and he has one, two, three, four... He has five movies right now that he's... um you know, got going out, and right now out in the movie theaters is Good Boys. He's the producer of that movie, also. Yeah, and that looks fucking hilarious. I need, I kind of want to check that out. Um, and like I said, the rest of the actresses—it's all actresses—we will get into as the movie goes. Um, yeah, I think we're good on that. I think we can uh, actually start with. Uh, I guess we'll start. Shit, hold on one sec. Let me get the trailer going. Huh? I probably should have had this going before the show started, but you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here we go. I got it right here. Put it right there. 
And let's get some volume on this side. And here we go. No, that's not it. Here we go. Give it a second or two. It's going to play, I promise. A little bit of quietness in the... Spandau Ballet, 80s. Over the years... Did you glue this? I wish I had some scissors. Ow! Andy Stitzer has lost a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> I'm sorry. But there's one thing he never lost. Are you a virgin? Oh, you are hilarious. Mmm, <laughs> this is good. You're a virgin! How can you go 40 years and not have sex? I just kind of stopped trying. We gotta help the man. We cannot let you go on being a virgin. <laughs> You gotta highlight your attributes. Just wax that whole Teen Wolf thing off. No, Kelly Clarkson! Help! I hate you! Stop smiling! You look like a man-o'-lantern. The problem most men have is they don't know how to talk to women. What am I supposed to say? Nothing. Just ask questions. Are you looking for something? Is there something I should be looking for? We have a great, um, section of... Do it yourself. Do you like to do it yourself? <laughs> what am I talking about? You gotta go somewhere where every girl is looking for a guy. Welcome to Date a Palooza. I'm Andy, and you are Gina. Gina. Hey, what's up? Okay. <laughs> I like your shirt. You have kind eyes. You want to get out of here? Do you think I'm pretty? Whoa! Whoa! Look at me. From Universal Pictures. I'm Trish. Andy. She gave me her number. My God, man! <laughs> Party's over. Let's let the virgin get back to work. And the producer of Anchorman. We've given you all the advice we have to give. Now you gotta put it in action. <laughs> comes a comedy that will touch you. You have your hands on my belt. Like you've never been touched before. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna celebrate. <laughs> hey, you! Let's get out of here. Hope you have a big trunk. Because I'm putting my bike in it. <laughs> yeah. The 40-year-old virgin. Oh, I didn't know Virgil was in this. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> See, he was putting a bike in there. My God. Mm. Poor, poor woman. She's putting a hammerlock on it. Um, <laughs> 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 All right. That's enough of that shit. Um... So yeah, there you go. That's I mean, uh, th- listen. The title of the, of the movie gives it away. The forty-year-old virgin. He's a forty-year-old virgin. Boom. I don't think I need to actually go into this, you know, summary of the whole movie. But uh, that pretty much is the summary of the whole movie. Um, I guess we can go ahead and kind of get right into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go ahead and do it. I got the volume down for right now. I'll go ahead and hit play, so I'm kind of watching it a little bit. That's usually what I do anyway. Um, but yeah, once again, we are doing the unrated version. So there may be a scene or two that uh, isn't in the actual version you've seen. You know where you can get the unrated version. Come on. You got a computer. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, so there we go. Um, basically, this movie starts and... We see a guy, Steve Carell. Um, 
<laughs> obviously a horny guy. He even he even takes the I have a morning heart on pee. If, <laughs> right in the beginning here, he's leaning back and forward at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah. Morning wood. Morning yeah. wood. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they you know they show him in the bath. They show him getting ready in the morning. He's got his routine. Um, but just to show you what uh, what little life he has. Um, I'll go ahead and play this first scene right here. And this is where he's talking to his neighbors. Obviously, his neighbors are some very nice folks, elderly folks. And uh, here we go. Let's go ahead and play that part. What's up, dude? Hey, hey, Joe. Hey, Sarah. How you doing? When you going to get a car? Hey, hey, why don't you get a car? I can't afford it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so uh, Survivor, tomorrow night, we on? See you then. I'll bring a soda. Hey, uh, enjoy your orange. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. That guy needs to get laid. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so everyone thinks this guy needs to get laid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, in his defense, though, I mean... He's basically uh, what's the, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? He's unlucky in love because okay. as we right. see, as right. we'll see throughout the movie, it's like he's had different opportunities in his life, so he didn't necessarily have to wait till he was forty. He's just you know he's awkward with the ladies, and he just needed that boost. All right, that boost that that you know that confidence boost. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not as hard as you're making it, bro. You're overthinking this. There, that's a good one right there. There you go. Um, now this store that he works at, Smart Tech, this isn't a set. This is actually a staple store that uh, just got shut down. And Smart Tech is loosely based on the old Circuit City chain. Mm-hmm. If you remember Circuit City, I don't know if you remember Circuit City. Oh, we, have, we used to have them over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we 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 had them everywhere. Um, there was there was one here too. So I closed down. Of course, they all fucking did. But, um, yeah, definitely. Um, we got a little, there's some Michael McDonald playing in the background there. We can, we'll, we'll get to that scene a little later. Um, yes. but, uh, but, uh, we'll definitely get to that scene. I promise. But, um, basically we meet Seth Rogen almost right away here. We see that these two work together. Uh, Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen, uh, playing Cal, um, Jay, we have Cal, Jay, David, and Andy. These four guys work together. We'll mention those four names pretty much throughout the goddamn movie. Um, Seth Rogen tells a great story here about uh, his weekend in Tijuana. This was kind of like a Clerks 2 injection to me. I don't know why. Like Donkey Show, Woman's Fucking <laughs> a Horse. Yeah I, want, yeah, I want, yeah, I wonder because uh, Clerks came out the year after this. So I'm wondering if... Uh... Maybe this scene inspires some things in Kevin Smith. I don't know. Maybe. I didn't realize it was, it was they were that close together. But a um, couple things to take away from this scene. Steve Carell is one hairy motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and Seth Rogen is still skinny in 2005. That's And, and in this movie, tattooed. Both arms mm-hmm. are sleeved out. So, unexpected. But, uh, yeah, he's still, still kind of thin in this movie. Um now, Steve Carell actually lost 30 pounds to do this movie. He wanted to every he wanted to look good with his shirt off in every scene. So he actually lost 30 pounds in this movie. But um, Seth Rogen's sitting there telling a story 
about his weekend in Tijuana where there's a woman fucking a horse. And um, Andy, Steve Carell, (coughs) tells his story about egg salad. And that was his whole weekend. Yeah, I said egg salad. Mm -hmm. Yep, egg salad. That was his whole weekend. So Yeah. (laughs) Yep, yep. But uh, now we get to meet David, and we don't only get to meet David, we get to meet uh, David and Paula, Jane Lynch. Uh, We meet her in this part also. And um, this part I find funny. Again, I said there was a Michael McDonald scene in in here. Let's go ahead and play. Oh, that's not going to work. That will. Hey, Paula. Yeah. I got to tell you something. I'm really excited about it. Uh, For the first time today, I woke up, I came to the store, and I, I feel confident to say to you, that if you don't take this Michael McDonald DVD that you've been playing for two years straight off, I'm going to kill everyone in the store and put a bullet in my brain. David, what do you suggest we play? I don't care. Anything. I would rather I would rather watch Beautician and the Beast. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours than have to listen to Michael McDonald. Nothing against him, but if I hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this place to the ground. You're such a smart ass. Get back on the floor. All right. Um, There you go. There is that scene right there. Um, So, what, uh. (laughs) Look, I like me some Michael McDonald. I don't know. Anthony, do you even know who that is? No, but I don't know. Like, the song was. I mean, I only saw, I only heard, like, lip pieces of it, but no, I would have been ready to uh, fucking do a Colin Bond. Think about the song uh, regularly, Nate Dogg and Warren G. Who do you think they sampled? Mm, my God. This song? You serious? Yeah. Regulate was sampled, yeah, by Nate Dogg and Warren G. Yeah, it was pretty much, yeah, Michael McDonald, yeah. Oh, that was his stuff, yeah. Now I got to play some Yamo B there. <laughs> Yamo's great. Now I'm going to have to play some for you, Anthony. No, oh, come on, man. Like, could you imagine listening to that fucking shit for two years? Yeah, I stumbled a little bit, but that song was brutal. I, keep, I only heard a, a couple yeah. of no, Mike McDonald's got some good songs, dude. Trust me. It's actually not a bad song. And it's actually James Ingram and Michael McDonald singing that song. Believe it or not. Um, so, here we go. Let's get this wonderful thing called YouTube. Yeah. Yep. I've got it right here. All right. Let me get past this ad. Jesus Christ. The ad is six seconds. Come on. <laughs> All right. Oh, here we go. This is James Ingram. fucking live. Box my play, I keep forgetting. Huh? Play, I keep forgetting. He'll hear the freaking, uh, the Orange Regulate song. Oh, there we go. I could do that. I could do that. Here we oh, go. Oh, yeah. Please do. Yeah, you will hear the freaking Regulate song. I ain't gonna lie. That one, that was pretty funky. I ain't gonna lie. That was pretty yeah. funky. Well, that was what James was that Ingram. one called? That was James. Bobby Ingram. Anthem said it a long time ago, dude. Like nobody freaking just is original anymore. So yeah. Nah, here we go. Okay. Yeah. See. There you go. Oh wait a minute. Yeah. Regulate. Yeah. No. No. I keep forgetting. Yeah. yeah. I do like this song. I ain't know that was him. It's a good song. <laughs> I keep forgetting things will never be the same 
Yep. But that's there. You go. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Right. <laughs> All right. There we go. Little Michael McDonald. Um, and now we meet uh, in the movie. Back to the movie, I guess. Now we meet Jay. Um, Jay is a funny character in this movie who loves cheating on his girl, mm-hmm. but is incredibly sloppy about it, as we see later in the goddamn movie. Incredibly, incredibly sloppy about it. And we also meet, um, Jesus, what is this guy's name? I forget. The uh, Mooge. Is that his name in the movie? Mooge? You don't know who I'm talking about? The little oh, Indian, Mooge. Indian guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indian? Oh, yeah. Mooge. Okay. Okay, yeah, because it was Mooge and Kaziz. Haziz, Haziz, Haziz. I, I don't know. I should have left the fucking cast pulled up. But uh, <laughs> we meet those two, and these two have a classic argument. Once again, this argument has to be played just because of the fucking hilarity of it. And, and the language, because Box is like, yeah, I ain't saying that shit. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Nothing beats surprise. Don't blame me. What are you me. doing? That's my customer. It certainly is not. When I came upon her, she was unattended. No, no, no that's my... She was unattended because I went to the back to get the brochure that she requested. I apologize, but it's too late. The transaction has been completed. Well, then you're going to give me half the commission. You will receive none of the commission. Yeah, I need to talk to Paula. This is crazy, man. This is bullshit. Every time I make a sale, you go crying to Paula. How about, how about Jesse Jackson? Oh, Jesse, he needs a cause. Sick of you poaching my customers. I'm sick of your crybaby bullshit. You want, you want to take the shit outside? You want to just take it outside and just squash it? No, let's stay inside so everybody can see what a, what a pussy you have, okay? Because when I remove the, the blade I keep in my boot from a sheet, I can't return it until it has spilled blood. Look, listen to me, listen to me. You are fucking with the wrong nigga. Hey, hey, you're fucking with the wrong son, nigga, okay? Dude, I will hang your old ass by your turban. Oh, turban now? Do you see any fucking turban here? Do I talk like a turban guy? Do I say, hey, Jay, do you want a Slurpee? You want a Slurpee? Fuck you, okay? I was born in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, okay? My accent is a fucking Brooklyn accent, okay? Okay? All right, man, calm down, dude. Look, you still covering my shit on Friday or what? If I can keep this commission, with pleasure. Cooling. All right, Pop. No problem. So there we go. From a whole argument to everything's cool. Cover my shift Friday, right? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, there was no way I could have said any of those words. Um, yeah. <laughs> but seriously, though, I mean, honestly, though, like, you know, take the <laughs> the actual language out of it. That's how, like, if, if somebody's your boy, somebody's your, that's how friends uh, talk to each other. You bust balls, and then at the end of it, you, you walk away still friends. Yeah. yeah that's uh-huh. the way it goes, man. That's just the way it rolls right there. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was, a again, another a great argument that had to be played. Because, yeah, I couldn't say any of those. Um, <laughs> but uh, the other three guys, right after that, start to kind of, you know, look at Andy a little bit. They think about asking him to come to their poker game, which they play at work, which they're not supposed to. Um, Seth Rogen is a little apprehensive because he thinks he's a serial killer, which comes up more than once in this movie, <laughs> the serial killer thing. Um, but uh, they do end up inviting him to the poker game and it goes just like a regular poker game all sitting around drinking talking shit one guy uh Mooj gets pissed off and leaves and they start telling sex stories and andy tries to tell a fake one and the guys pretty much almost immediately figure out he's a version from it wouldn't you say sand yeah Pretty much, and it's like I love how basically they run the gamut. 
You got the married guy who's basically unfulfilled at home, so he goes elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You got the single guy that does his thing. You got the one dude, uh, Paul Rudd, <laughs> who who's stuck on who's stuck on that one chick that he can't get off his mind. He ba- they basically portray him as like a borderline stalker. And yes. then you got the version in the group. Yeah. So, so I felt like all groups were represented amongst the four here. Definitely. Definitely. Um, now, after after the poker game, this is where uh, Andy's driving home on his bike, and he's very upset with himself. And he wakes up the next morning, and he's thinking of comebacks if the guys start fucking with him. He's thinking of comebacks that he's going to say. None of them are good. None of them are going to work. But he gets to work. The guys he was with last night don't really say anything. But they obviously told everybody because everybody at work knows exactly what happened. And they're all calling him virgin, making fun of him. Um, And this is actually where we get to the next clip. Give me one second and I will get it pulled up here. Double click. All right. Um, And he actually gets so upset that he runs out and Paul Rudd's character, David, ends up chasing him. I, I really going to have a hard time saying that all the whole night because I don't like saying my own name like that a lot. <laughs> but David uh, chases him <laughs> down, finally catches him, and uh, here we go. Let's roll that scene. Oh, well, I'm going to have to quit my job now. You don't have to quit your job. You know what? I don't want to go out with you guys. Fine. Okay? I don't need your help. Okay, all right, fine. You don't have to go out with us if you don't want. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Okay. I have a very fulfilling life. (laughs) And now I am making your silver pants blue. Get some road burn. Come on. Come on, sucker. Now pretty ladies around the world got a weird thing to show you. Dude, were they playing Tony Hawk 2? Yeah. It looked like. That yeah. was Tony Hawk 2, man. I played that game. The song was Cameo, word up. Yep. That mm-hmm. was. That was Cameo. Uh but yeah, mm-hmm. look, they, they were they, they were playing uh they were playing that. Uh yeah, so he he was in his house, he was playing the what I don't even know, was that a little a, a mini tuba? I don't know what you call that thing. Was that a trombone? Trombone? Trombone. Ah. Was it rusty? No, right. <laughs> uh, he was doing his own karaoke. All that he was doing by himself, reading comic books. So he doesn't have a very fulfilling life, as he would say. But um, Paul Rudd and Andy do go. They have coffee, and they're talking a little bit. This is where he spills the beans a little bit on how he kind of gave up on women. Um, you th- I kind of thought this is where we were going to get some answers, maybe a little flashback, but that comes later in the movie. But they do start kind of, uh, he does start kind of telling, you know, Andy, listen, Paul Rudd starts telling Andy, listen, you got to get out there. You got to get laid, but we'll get to that. And do not, don't even think about sex on the way home. Of course, what happens on the way home? Everything. Mm, Everything. Everything reminds him of sex on the way home from... Now, let me ask you guys something. Mm -hmm. 
underneath all of the jokes and the ha-has, it's, it's easy to make fun of a guy who's, you know, who says he's a grown man, 40, never seen a woman naked in person. But uh, underneath all of the jokes, do you get the sense, like I do, that they care about the guy? They just want to see him get out there and just, you know, make some moves. I I would say they do. I mean, you can tell at the end of the movie. I mean, they even, you know, close to the end of the movie, they even go see him. They care about him more as the movie goes on. It seems at this point, though, all they care about is getting him laid. They're not really caring yeah. about him. Paul Rudd seems to actually give a little bit of a shit about him. He, you know, he's got him for coffee and this and that. But uh, I don't know. Go ahead, Weebs. Yeah, I'm saying Jay steals the fucking role, you know what I'm saying? But he cheats on his fucking wife, you know what I'm saying? It's like Paul Rudd is like in love, but, you know, yeah. You got like different characters right there. You got, you know what I'm saying? You got the faithful one. You got the the one who was like done all, everything, you know, from A to Z. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. But, yeah, I, I think at this moment, mm-hmm. they're only caring about getting the guy laid, which all right. that's good. She needs to get laid. Even the old woman said he's got to get laid. Um, yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, that part was funny. That's pretty the bad. Old, the older, the older couple had a more active sex life than the, than the young. Wow. Like, the yeah. young dude is supposed to have be having chicks in and out the crib, not the uh, not the whole couple. Yeah, exactly. Um, next scene we get to though, he's uh, he's in bed after he finally gets home after he being chased mm-hmm. by a bus with erotic things on it, and this is where he breaks down. We kind of go back to his years of horrible experiences with women from the girl with the braces in the beginning mm-hmm. um to the girl he couldn't get the bra off um jesus she had some big titties uh <laughs> the girl he couldn't get the bra off of uh and then the one girl he kicked in the mouth but uh definitely shows his horrible experiences of j- almost having sex uh, the girl he kicks in the mouth is hot as hell, by the way. All right. I didn't look to see oh. who she was, but she's hot. What about the chick with the braces? That ugh, that just looks like it would be painful. <laughs> Peel yeah, the potato. Slurping now, yeah. Peel the potato, man. Peel the potato. I had a chick do that one. I don't think she knew she was doing it, but she did it. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt bad. Let me guess, Box. The great ones power through, huh? Right. <laughs> I just honestly, dude, like you were too drunk to even feel anything, right? I wouldn't go that far. I definitely mm. came in her mouth awfully fast just to get her over with. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> her answer after I did it, I would have swallowed, but you could have warned me. <laughs> I forgot. Girl. I forgot. She was a good girl. She was. She was a very good girl. I'll tell that story another night because that girl was uh-huh. that girl was someone else's and a friend of mine. But uh, that's that 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 story is for a whole other night. <laughs> but uh, I I was drunk driving her home. But uh, now we go to the club. We're at the club. That's where we are. He ends up going to the club again. Judd Apatow or uh, I'm sorry, Paul Rudd, uh, Seth Rogen. Those guys all want to get him laid, and uh, he is at the club. And he's at the club with uh, right now. He's talking to Jay. And this was another scene that I decided I was going to go ahead and play. Let me get rid of the other one. And we'll go ahead and play the scene where Jay is giving him, would you call it a pep talk? Yeah. Okay. If you want to call it a pep talk, we'll call it a pep talk. Let's do this. (laughs) I'll call it that. That's fine. 
you about to go run down some drunk chicks, all right? Don't confuse that with tipsy. We talking about drunk. I want vomit in the hair, bruised up knees, a broken heel is a plus. That's what you want to find, okay? No, if you know what? Dave already told me I didn't have to have sex tonight, and now he's gone, so... Dude, just stop thinking for a minute, all right? You ain't got to think on this one. No. All you got to do is use your instinct. Show me your instincts. My head, my heart, I follow my heart. Now, I'm going to show you this one time, all right? Instincts. Show me your instincts. With, show me your instincts. They're right here. They're right here. Own your instincts. Uh. All you're doing is using the instinct. Uh -huh. That's it. That's how a tiger know he got to tackle a gazelle. It's a code written in his DNA. It says tackle the gazelle. Okay. And believe it or not, in every man there's a code written that says tackle drunk bitches. No. You know what? I don't feel comfortable hitting on drunk bitches. You know, I don't I, think that's right. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, girl. First of all. You making it out to be some kind of bad thing. Well, I didn't you know, use bitches in a derogatory sense. You did. It just does. This doesn't feel right. Of course, it don't feel right. What has felt right for you doesn't work. You need to try some wrong. Okay, how do um, I tell which ones are drunk? Now you talking. All right, he's got a point. What yeah. you, he does have a point. What you've been doing is wrong. You do need to do something dirty, wrong. <laughs> you need to do something really wrong. But uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and obviously, when he was talking about instincts, he was grabbing his dick and <laughs> cock and balls, basically. Uh, instincts, cock and balls. Um, but this is a, you know, I, I do like what he said, you know, a little bit of vomit in the hairs, <laughs> bruised up knees. Broken heel, yeah. <laughs> Broken heels, that's a good one. The uh, Now, I'm surprised they didn't throw in the uh, classic tramp stamp line. Oh, those are all yeah. Those that's that's usually yeah. That that's actually like a uh, wedding crashers uh, reference there ah. because Vince Vaughn's character is always like yeah. You see that uh, tramp stamp? It's like a bullseye. Right, bullseye. <laughs> He's right though. He's right. It's tar He's right. target practice. <laughs> Be exactly, dude. You you um, see that back tattoo? You know you got pretty much a good chance at that one. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, now, the first girl he hits on is passed out, literally out. Don't know what he was thinking. Um, but they do end up partying with a bachelorette party. Um, Andy starts talking to, the, to a blonde in this scene, and I believe that is uh, Paul Rudd's wife right there. Right? Yeah, Leslie yeah. Uh, Mann. Leslie Mann. That is Paul Rudd's wife right there. Um, and by the way, this would... These in the scenes coming up with her, this is the first time. Oh, Judd Jud Apatow's wife, Leslie Mann. Jud, that's who it is, Judd Apatow's wife. Yeah. And right. uh, this would be the first time that um, huh? Steve Carell kissed a woman or did any sort of kissing scenes at all on camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. This would have been the this would have been the time right here to, that he did it. Mm -hmm. So. But yeah, they are partying with a bachelorette party. They all have wigs on and different color hair and kind of weird me out a little bit. But um, one of them is very hot without the hair, obviously, without the colored hair. And that is Leslie Mann. Uh, they do start driving home. And as they're driving home, she is not looking, not paying attention. And oh, my God, scaring the living shit <laughs> out of um out of uh Andy. Now, 
Steve Carell, um, I believe it was his wife, his, uh, whose sister? Give me one second. Let me go down to this part right here. Um, it was actually Leslie Mann's sister that uh, wanted this scene in the movie. Don't, they didn't really, no, 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 it was Judd Apatow's daughter. Here we go. Judd Apatow's daughter came up with the idea of having drunken Nikki, played by Apatow's wife, Leslie Mann, fall asleep while driving. Why would her daughter come up with a scene like that? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> it's very confusing. But uh, <laughs> Joe Apatow got to watch his wife basically sit there and kiss Steve Carell. And, um, yeah, she is drunk off her ass, and but crashes the car. And by the time they end up back at the house, she ends up puking all over Andy. But said she'll still have sex with him. Yeah, no. No? Right out of get out, right? No? <laughs> no? You're not supposed to? Come on, Bob. I mean, but I mean, every you should have some type of standards. Like once they throw up, is that a deal breaker for you? No, you bring them to the shower. Never turn out on a good hit, honky tonk man. Yeah. And 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 we should we should also point out. This scene really established how bad he is with woman. This woman is drunk off her ass, and even in her drunken state of mind, she's like, "You're not, you're not gonna get in my pants acting like that." Because even even though yes. she was like out of it, she still had enough common sense to know that, yeah, this guy's not, he's not used to being with women. Yeah, now he had the ball and breathalyzer for her to start the car. So uh, yeah. I was just about to say one thing we forgot <laughs> is the breathalyzer she had to start <laughs> the car. Court ordered, <laughs> and uh, he blows in it, of course, which. You can't do that right. now. They they've got fucking DNA shit now, dude. You can't do that anymore. Um, right. I have a customer here called Smart Start. Mm. I make the boxes for them, <laughs> and this is what they make stuff like this. But they got that shit hooked into the fucking car now. It's not just a thing. It's fucking connected to your car, so you can't do all that shit anymore. It's uh, it's much more complicated. But um, yeah, they go back to the house, and then she she. I mean, she does say she'd still have sex with him. Uh, like I said, man, there's always a shower. There's always a shower. Um, <laughs> now, we uh, we go to the next scene after that, and uh, they're outside, and um, I guess this is kind of be a, re- a wrestling reference. They're outside breaking light tubes <laughs> during right. work. So, they're, yeah, they're throwing light tubes around a little bit and um, breaking shit up, and... He's telling him all about the date and, uh, well, all about when he got home. And uh, here, I'm going to go ahead and play that clip also for you. Let me turn it up. Let me put the volume back on. And here we go. Nice. <laughs> laugh. Yeah, laugh. You know what? You guys wouldn't be laughing right now if some girl had just vomited shellfish sandwich into your mouth. <laughs> Oh, you know what? You're right. You know, it's my bad. Let me, let, me, let me apologize to you, first of all, for not mentioning in detail that when you pick up a drunk woman who's falling down on her way out of the bar, that you should probably drive. I drive a bike. <laughs> okay, Mr. Schwinn fucking Armstrong, who asked you to drive a bike? Oh, you know what? I'm not the only person in the world who rides a bike. Yeah, everyone rides a bike. But they're fucking six. Why don't you <laughs> kiss something? Because this, this is over, you guys, okay? Can, can, I, can I just interject for a second? Let, let me just say 
You are you are putting the pussy up on this pedestal. You're just building the pussy up, man. What are you even talking about? Building the pussy up? What does that mean? You making the pussy into this great big Greek goddess named Pussoliath, and what you're doing is <laughs> you're psyching yourself into thinking it's yeah. some impossible feat. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm putting the pussy up on a pedestal. Right. That's it. It's Pussoliath, right? Look, look where you going. I don't want to say the word anymore. Say I, what word? Pussy. Fuck I don't want to say it. Pussy is a scientific word. Dude, <laughs> new pants, man. Okay. He takes the light tube at this point, Seth Rogen, and hits Paul Rudd in the leg, and he doesn't even flinch. <laughs> I mean, talk about no selling. <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. Who booked this shit? <laughs> Right? Who booked this shit? Bro. Jesus Christ. Who, who? Seen out Vince. Yeah, I mean, who, Jesus Christ. Who the fuck is Paul Rudd beat, right? Right. Who is Seth Rogen pinned, right? <laughs> the fuck they think they are no-selling fucking moves. They took that shit like fucking like Warrior in a pedigree. He took it like a man. No. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't hurt. But I, I would say if he didn't have pants on and probably no shirt... Maybe just a pair of shorts, say, and a wife beater. It would probably hurt worse. <laughs> yeah, it would probably hurt worse. Well, yeah, more than likely, yeah. probably hurt worse. But um, I believe this is where. Let me see here. We start the movie back Dave, up. I stopped. Yeah, you, know, you said there wasn't. Oh, gonna be... sorry. This is where uh, we get Trish, who we mentioned earlier, who is um, definitely we find out a gilf, but definitely a milf in this scene. Um, and they all sort of walk away and let him take care of uh, her, even though he's not a salesperson yet. Catch that one. Not a salesperson yet. But, um, boy, you want to talk about not a salesman. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and play it because I can't even – I can't do this justice. I, I'm not – Jesus, as a salesman, I'd fucking kill this guy. Hi, Andy <laughs> is my name. This one looks pretty good. Oh, you don't want to buy that VCR. I don't? No, actually, to be totally honest with you, you don't want to buy any VCR. It's a dead technology. It's, you know, it's like getting a, a an 8-track player yeah. or a, a Beta Max. I, you know what? Actually, I'd recommend this one. This is a, a dual. You've got the uh, VCR and DVD combo. So, you know, that technology would be probably pretty good for... Uh, Six months or so. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. At, at best. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Good well, as it gets. Okay, that sounds good then. Okay. Excuse right. por favor. Oh, perfect. Oh, sorry. Oh. Coming through. Muchos gracias. Okay. God, you know, it's so funny. I work right across the street and I've never been in this place. Oh, really? All right, we'll get back to that. But I got to admit, when I first watched this scene, mm-hmm. I really thought he was being set up by his friends here. The way they all ducked out, the way they sort of just sort of gave him room to do what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. I really thought his friend set this up for him. And I thought throughout the movie, somehow, some way, we were going to get that, and we never did because they didn't set this up. Now, he's not that bad with women. She still finds him cute and funny. All right. But he doesn't know it. Which obviously makes it, you know, bad for him that if he could just keep talking, he's fine. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, it, 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 he's not horrible, but I did think in this scene, the first thing I thought was, oh shit, his friends definitely set this up. I mean, they all walked away <laughs> and kind of yeah. gave him this opportunity, which made me think it was a setup. Anyone else thought that when they first saw the movie thought that? Again, I've never seen the movie. This is my first time, so yeah, I'm not gonna get that. Like when I first first saw it, I had to, you know, I had the same type of uh, vibe that you did, but obviously not. Obviously, but yeah, but obviously, I mean, obviously, it wasn't a setup, is what I mean. Um, yeah, I got you. Yeah, but uh, all right, let's get a little more of the scene in, and then we'll uh, move on. Yeah. Oh, uh, though we sell your stuff on eBay store. Oh, yes. Yeah. Then that's the name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was looking for something. You know, um, obvious, so I chose that. <laughs> well, I don't understand. So what, you do what? Well, I take the stuff that you don't want, and then I sell it on eBay. So, but you don't actually sell anything in the store? Um, no, 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 I don't. What so a what worthless fucking job. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I think it's because... Basically, you know, exactly. That was kind of one of the reasons I was going to... I was actually done with the scene right there. Now, that scene was written into the script... Because that was a real store across the street. They didn't... This None of this job was in there until they actually saw the store and just said, fuck it, let's write it in. It's right across the street. The sign's going to be up anyway. So that was what they did. They just wrote this scene in there. Um, now, we move on. Now, he does get Trish's number in this scene. Um, and they are very excited about that. All of them are very excited about that, actually. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of strange. But uh, they do go out, and they're celebrating Andy getting the number. Um, but what they tell him in this scene is that, nah, you ain't ready for the MILF. You got to run, <laughs> run through some... Uh, you got to run... Rats. Yep, you gotta yeah, you gotta run through some hoes before you get to the uh, the the milf. <laughs> Man, uh, was it bad advice though? Think about it. No, <laughs> it wasn't bad advice. Like, cause this the um chick that he was talking to—that's the one he really wants. Oh yeah. That that's so that's the finish line. Mm. But you don't want to start off at the top with no experience, because <laughs> at that point it's nowhere else to go but down. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and you know they want to get a little experience. Need a little bit of experience before you get out there. Um, and they all start drinking. Andy included. I mean, he gets wasted. Apple pipe. He, they're peeing on walls. They're doing all kinds of shit. These guys. It's a crazy night out. And um, I've had many of these. Uh, but they're just you know doing shots. Like I said, they're smoking out of smoking pot out of an apple. Done that before. Um, but they're getting all fucked up and, uh, they stick them in the, in the room with porn. And then, uh, we go to the next morning and once again, Andy, Andy can handle his liquor, dude, by the way, I want to say, I want to say something here. Andy can handle his liquor. He wakes up the next morning, not even hung over. You see this? Yeah. Look, I mean, n no hangover. Perfect. Like, he never even fucking went out, dude. Gotta give the guy some credit. I gotta give the guy some credit. Um, now, he does wake uh, wakes up the next morning. He f sees Trisha's card on the fridge. Don't know why he has it. Now, we do need to mention a little bit about Andy's house here. His house is filled with superheroes, action figures, 
um, you know, uh, comic books and, you know, comic book posters on the wall. He kind of has sort of a basically his whole house is a is a man cave. Uh, so basically, are you trying to imply that his home is a uh, spray from head to toe with a pussy repellent? Yeah. Like, 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 uh... like if a chick came over and saw a bunch of action figures, she probably, I mean, you still could get laid on, but she might judge you. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And, and that she, does, would, she would judge you. She would. She would. And that, and we, we get a little more later in the movie. Um, but yeah, he does call Trish. He chickens out as soon as she gets on there. Um, and he goes to work. And he's asking Jay if he's attractive. And they also, right. and in this scene, they decide he needs a makeover. And mainly what he needs is a body waxing. <laughs> now, I'm going to play a little bit of that. But before I do, I do have to mention something. The body waxing scene in this movie, oh. uh, the chest waxing scene. First of all, it required five cameras to set it up. It was a very tough shot. This was real. Steve Carell wanted it to be real. Literally told Judd Apatow, it has to be real. It won't be funny if it's mocked. No special effects. This has to be real. So they did this this whole scene in one shot. And I will bet it fucking Hurt. Have you guys had anything waxed at all? Even, oh, no. Even your eyebrows, like your the no. middle here. No, ne- never. No, no. And I mean, this is, this is the only scene. As many times as I've seen this movie, this is the only scene I always have a hard time getting through, especially uh, with the nipple. I'm like, oh, it's fucking brutal. Yeah. They first of all, they usually don't put actual. They don't usually wax the actual top of the nipple. That would rip the motherfucker right off. Um, oh, I've I've had some waxing done. It 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 hurts. It doesn't yeah. feel good. Doesn't God? <laughs> God is a sick sob for like putting heroin to male nipples. So yeah, because the yeah. nipples are all sensitive. But yeah, trust me, it's hairy too. So yeah, you gotta wax it or fucking shave it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, <laughs> this is definitely painful. And but to know that mm-hmm. Steve Carell actually. Grew it out and decided, hell yeah, let's do this. Um, you know, nipple fuck, Claire, Kelly Coxon. Yeah, yeah, about to go yeah. He, <laughs> he gets more in depth with the wording, right. um, which we'll get into right now. This is right where he walks in, right where she tells him to take his shirt off, and right where she says, "Whoa, we gotta need more wax." Uh, here we go. Oh, wax. I'm staying. This is gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> Clear all in the afternoon. <laughs> we go. Oh, that feels... I like your sweater. Does that come in a v-neck? <laughs> if she starts doing his pubes, I'm out of here. <laughs> He's smiling right now. You all look good after <laughs> this, man. Thanks, man. So, ready? Yeah. It's... Ni- some. Oh, you fucker! <laughs> oh, you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just your job. You huh? stop now? No, 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 no. That's okay. Uh, let's, let's do another. That one little patch looks sexy, though. Does it look good? Yeah, <laughs> it looks really good. Ooh. It looks mantastic. Ooh. 
Okay. Whew, wow. I didn't expect that at all. I really didn't expect that. You got it. Wow. The first one's the only one that hurts. Yeah. Well, those oh, ears yeah. are pretty deep. No. Mm -hmm. Okay. You ready? Yep. Bitch. Me. Go! Suck a motherfucker! <gasps> you shit it! Oh, I hate you! I hate you! So much. <laughs> you. That one hurt. That one hurt just as much as the first one. That's great, man. Man! Not only is the right. waxing real, but the re the reaction from these guys is mostly real, also. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like I said, this was shot in one scene. I can't even imagine, dude. This that had to hurt so bad. And then he left it, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, this was a this was a brutal scene. I, oh, I can't even imagine. Like real said, talk. Real talk. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fucking dude. I shave my shit downstairs, but I, when I go down on a girl, she's got to be shaved. I appreciate yes or it. No. I, I appreciate a shave. It definitely is a big help. Right. It's definitely a help. Anthony, um, we, we spoke offline for fucking hours for fucking how many times you say you appreciate a girl, right? You go down on her, but shaved or no shaved. I'm going to go shave just because, uh, you know, no, we know Nan about different diseases, ailments, yeah. you know, it's just more hygienic. Put it like that. <laughs> I'll keep it PG for now, but uh, it's more hygienic. Right. <laughs> Plus your tongue slides like a fucking hockey puck. Let's face it. <laughs> yeah. Let's face it. It's like a fucking hockey puck at that point. Um, right. Yeah. Steve, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Steve Carello gives up after, let's see, one, two, three, four, about six uh, wax strips he gives up. Man, they use, I would think they would use bigger wax strip, but he's walking home and all he has is little sprays of blood on his shirt from the dripping out. Um, and you do bleed a little bit. I've had the, uh, the middle of my, of my eyebrows done before a couple of times and it, even that little bit hurts. So a box, are you, did you have the same, the Santino unibrow deal going <laughs> that you had to get it a uh, ripped off? I will. If I don't take care of it. Yeah, I could. Now, <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere anymore. The wife has a little waxing kit. Just do it, you know, warm it up, do a little bit. Takes no time. Lasts about so a month, how, two months. So how often but, you got to do it? Like every two months. Uh, and sometimes I get lazy and I just fucking take my fucking razor to it. Fuck it. You know. But, uh, yeah, hey, hey, you got to do what you got to do, right? A male's nipples are sensitive. Like, nipples are sensitive. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. Nipples are sensitive. I'm going to just leave it at that. Yep. Yeah. Nipples are eyes and balls. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. Uh, now, uh, Rogan, or I'm sorry, Cal, we'll call him in this movie. Cal and Andy are taking, uh, doing a delivery uh, they're taking a box down, and Seth Rogen tells Andy to ask out the hot blonde at the bookstore. And she is pretty goddamn hot. I don't know if, uh, what you guys think, but she is actually incredibly hot. Um, I'm kind of glad we get to see her 
much later. You want to say Elizabeth Banks or you want us fucking go into the Jade movie or like, uh, trust me, we're going to do everything, all right? Oh, we'll get there. We'll get to everything. Don't worry about it. But yeah, Elizabeth Banks, she is very, very sexy in this movie. Um, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, um, she, uh, this is where Seth Rogen tells him, basically, the best mm-hmm. thing to do, though, is don't say anything, ask questions. We heard that in the trailer. Now, all right. This is where I said I was going to bring up my buddy Mike Kuntz one more time. He is the master at this, dude. He meets... This guy has banged hundreds of girls. Every time we went out, this guy went home with a girl. Every single time. In a club or a bar? Uh, Both? Is he what? In a club or a bar? It didn't matter. It didn't matter. All we, right. We, we, no, I believe you. We could go, go to a fucking comedy club, and he'd pick up, and he'd fucking, he'd pick up. I, or I swear to God, he picked up a girl at the comedy club one night. This girl was fucking amazingly gorgeous. Her name was Cricket. She was gorgeous. Oh, my God. Real name was Cricket. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Every guy wanted to jump on her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. We, we all got different names. You all, is it a cocksmith or a coxman? There's there's both, you know, there's both titles, a cocksmith, S-M-I-T-H, or a coxman, M-A-N. Yes. I prefer cocksmith. It's just, yes. All right, yeah. Anthony, what about you, bro? Cocksmith or cocksmith, whatever. Cocksmith rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. All right, bro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, my friend would literally just sit there and he'll ask women questions all night. Let me tell you something. He was at my wedding. And my wife had one of her friends there, and she's a married girl. He talked to her all night, and he could have got her in bed in seconds. Man. He didn't because she was married. He's a good guy, but I know he could have. He knows he could have, and my wife knows she could have because her friend told him she would have gone to his room in a second. Mm. He is <laughs> he's the master, dude. He'll just sit there and ask women questions. Not talk about himself one time until they ask. And then he'll bring it right back to them and just keep asking questions. He was the fucking master at it, dude. He was the master. This guy would pull pull chicks out of every place we went. I don't care if it was a fucking... We could, I, I could have taken this guy to a fucking insurance seminar and he'd be upstairs banging somebody. Trust me. This guy was good. He was good, I tell you. But, uh, again, he tells him, don't don't say anything. Just ask questions. So I'm going to get to where he's hitting on this girl, Elizabeth Banks. Again, we get to see her a, a lot more later in the movie. Thank God. All right. And um, here we go. Let's go ahead and get some volume, and I'll hit play. Here we go. This was in the trailer, too, but you? it's great. I don't know. Can you? Are you looking for something? Is there something... I should be looking for. <laughs> um, oh, we have a lot of books, so mm. maybe it depends on what you like. What, uh, what do you like? We have a great um, section of do-it-yourself. Do you like to do it yourself? Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, if uh, the... Mood strikes. How is the mood striking you now? 
tell on me, okay, Andy? Unless you want to be told on. Beth. <laughs> wow, that totally worked. I literally said nothing. It did kind of work. All right. Oh, oh no, had... you got it. No, I'm sorry. I ain't mean to cut you no, off. No, it's fine. Go you ahead. Play the rest of the scene. You gotta play it. Oh, hold on. I passed it. I accidentally passed it. Okay, hold on. We'll get to it right. All right. She's done laughing. Let me take it off mute. And here we go. Wow, that totally worked. I literally said nothing and she found me passed. I would have thought you were doing that for years. Oh, should I pass her out? No, no. That's the key. You wait for it to grow into a plant and then you fuck the plant. <laughs> no, I would have asked. That girl was ready to ask. She was ready for the asking, and she would have done it. So you think so? In your opinion, he he would have been better off just asking her out right then and there. Yep. Did y'all ever watch CSI in Miami? Because the uh, box he lived in Florida. Dave, David Caruso fucking no sold every shit. I'm gonna just leave it at that, bro. Yeah. Well, that was that 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 was David Caruso. I mean, you know, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he he did the same thing in NYPD Blue. Trust me, I'm watching the first season right now for Russell. Um, he he he, he just no sold everything. Everything, nothing bothered him. He was like a fucking. He was like Daffy Duck. Everything rolled the fuck off his back, dude. Mm-hmm. He didn't even give a shit. Nah. In that moment, I kind of agree with Cal. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think she was ready. He could. I, I, I mean, that might work for you. I mean, Box, you're a natural talk. I feel like honestly. If he had asked her out, that's when he would have did too Ooh, much talking. Because if am. you notice, he didn't say too much there, right? Oh, and I She am. was going with it. So yeah. she, if he had asked her out, it would have got awkward. So I think he, you know, he made the right move walking away. I am. So in that situation, less is more. I don't know because I am far from a natural talker with women. I am not. A <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was trying to give you. I was trying to put you no. over here. <laughs> not, not, no. I've admitted before I am not good with women. Never was. Never have been. <sighs> You got the magic tricks though. Uh, it's the okay, only thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. It. We got three men. We got three men here right now. Uh-huh. Like, wh- wh- what do you think's wrong? Is he scared of busting up? Is he scared of busting up too fast or what? Like, honestly, man to man, we got three. Me and Anthony chatted for fucking years. Boxman, you married with two kids. Like, wh- <laughs> like. And I'm days away from a third one, by the way. After everybody nuts fast. Like, seriously, every man fucking nuts fast. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, like what, what do you think, like, what happens, dude? I don't like, you know, know what I'm saying? It's like, you just fucking, we're not man enough to talk to this woman? Or we not, or we gonna bust her up too fast or what? Serious, both of y'all. I don't know, Tell man. me something. I don't know. I don't know. I was just never. Yeah. I never knew what to say. That was, that was my problem. I never knew what to say. I just mm-hmm. didn't know what to say next. I, I mean, I, it happens to me on this show. I don't, can't think of what to say sometimes, and that's, you know, it's just, it happens. But I don't know. Around girls, I get nervous. I just, I don't know what I'm worried about, but I never could. I was never that good with girls, really. Like I said, dude, I would do little magic That's what I'm tricks. saying. I didn't have sex until I was older and stuff like that, but it's like, I'm a fucking man now, you know, just, but, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, dude, like. What, what what are we missing? We missing something, dude. Come on now. There's a there's a moral know. to this fucking story, dude. I don't like know. forty I, year old version. I it's mean, not a fucking rib or nothing like that. If any of y'all ever fucking did something, I'd be like, look, everybody nuts fast. Bottom line. You know? Yeah, I don't know. It, it, in the movie, it just looks like I mean, basically he says he just gave up on trying. Right? So I mean that I guess that makes 
sense that he just gave up after all the bad experiences, but yeah, you would think by now he would have gotten something. Call an escort. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, it's too tough. Call an escort. Jesus Christ. I mean, right, hand job, rub one out, do whatever. Anthony, throw, throw something in there, bro. What's up? Well, I, I mean, mean, to me, it, it just kind of comes It comes down to uh, confidence. It's not even knowing what to say. Sometimes it's just about perception. Yeah. If you step to somebody like you believe in yourself, you have some semblance of confidence, you can go places. Yeah. You can go You can go places. So I feel like in, in the case of this movie here, I just feel like what hurts him is his lack of confidence. Like when he mm-hmm. even looks in a woman's direction, a woman can sniff out a lack of confidence like that. And if you like, kind of like fishing for words, you 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 lost before you 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 lost before you even opened your mouth just because of your body language, yeah. how you looking, because it's just all he just comes across as awkward. Mm-hmm. All right. And I feel like sometimes the dude that just kind of walks up, no fear, just start talking, <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. You're better off than, you're better off going that route than it being like the awkward guy just trying to like you know you looking at her, you want to say something. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what to say. Then it just kind of, you kind of come across as a stalker. Kind of like, are you going to talk to me or just get the fuck away from me? Yeah, you come off as Paul Rudd. Uh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> he's always funny as hell. Yeah. Yeah, you come up a little bit All like right. that. Now, speaking of Paul Rudd, uh, in this next scene, actually, he ends up stopping by Steve Carell's house, Andy's house, with a gigantic box full of porno <laughs> box of <laughs> porn <laughs> i mean huge box of porn now before that happens though uh andy does once again try to call trish it doesn't work um but uh yeah he stops by with a giant 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 box right. of porn i mean when i say i i, I don't think i've ever seen this amount of porn, ever like on like on the internet or at when you pot in his house. Oh, so like at someone's actual house. Uh, now, <laughs> right. now Steve Carell does play a telemarketer, and she fucks with him. Basically, tells him to right. kill himself and to go fuck his mother. Um, mm-hmm. She love, must love telemarketers. But yeah, ab- after that, <laughs> after that, Paul Rudd box of giant giant box of porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh um, jams 99 or some shit like that right and, 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 and then out of nowhere uh everybody loves raymond just because he liked watching this show um, right. but that was the weird part i yeah. think that guy's gonna be an irishman I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that but yeah yeah all right <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah we'll jump back on that one but um <laughs> we sit here and he does end up going to bed and he does put on one of the pornos and he starts sort of imagining. I don't know why he didn't just leave the fucking movie on. Now, the girl is she overrated? The blonde in this. Do you know who this is? The blonde in this really? porno. No, so like, is she overrated? The porn star. Well, it's, I'm asking. I'm asking you, box man. You got fucking hit from a fucking porn star, but. Just, no, she I like, no, this she's 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 pretty hot. This is Stormy Daniels though. This is the girl that Trump I know, yeah. yeah, this is the chick Trump banged. So if you want to see yeah. this girl naked, you can watch this movie or just go on fucking Pornhub. Um she does have some nice tits though. Um Jesus, I can't okay, imagine. Okay, when it comes to tits, what do you like? You like nice nipples or tits or what? I, I prefer nice nipples, but I'll I, leave it I, at I, it. I I I like yeah. 
Nice. Uh, nice. No. I, I, I don't need yeah. huge. I don't need huge tits. I really don't. I don't care if they're huge. I like them just nice. Just, just, yeah. just need to look nice. Yeah, all about the Mariolas. Yeah, I love I love nice nips, dude. At least a half inch, nice inch or whatever. Yeah, no, Yeah, yeah, definitely good times. But uh, he mm-hmm. can't really do anything with the porno. But he does make himself <laughs> a nice romantic thing. We get a little bit of Lionel Richie. Hello, uh, he makes himself a nice little romantic thing to jerk off. But he can't because uh, <laughs> Stormy Daniels turns into his voice and makes it incredibly, incredibly fucking creepy. Um, I think we have box. Yeah. So up until this point, he's gotten a lot of different viewpoints on what he should do, shouldn't do, mm-hmm. go this way, mm-hmm. go left, go right, go up, go down. I'll throw this out to both of you. Who do you think thus far has given him the best advice? Paul Rudd. Uh, I would say wrong. I would go with uh, Romy Malco. I know Cal. you're going Romy Malco. Yeah, you fucking box man. You fucking. I'm going with yeah. Cal. I'm going with oh, Cal. No. dude. Oh, I've, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've seen the results from Cal's fucking advice with just ask questions. I've seen the results and they're good. Trust me. Paul Paul Rudd is looking for love. That's every every man is. Small Wahlberg said every man is looking for love. So oh, I'll leave it at that. So. Oh. Paul, yeah, yeah. You know? oh. yeah. Paul Rudd. Is, Paul Rudd is uh, what's his name? Oss from uh, American Pie. He just All wants. Right, he sure. just wants love, and he's a bit of. You gotta have a yeah. deeper voice. Come on, box. You gotta have a fucking deeper voice, and you know. Oh. Did he? <laughs> but but uh, I feel like because it's like whenever you give somebody advice, and this this applies to real life as well as um, I guess the movie here. You 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 can take somebody else's advice, but you still have. You had to format it to uh, what works for you, because okay. yeah. it's just like, cause, like uh, they're giving some of them trying to give him like this play advice, but that ain't his personality, so it just comes across awkward when he tries to go that way. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> it's like take the advice, like take the confidence aspect of what they're telling him, and he needs to apply it to himself. I, that was the message I was getting so far from the movie. All right, I'll go with that. Like, like right. take bits and pieces. But then you have to apply it to you, you know, then create a, a package that works for you. Well, you're still the one that has to come up with what to say and when to say it next. So, yeah, yeah. Definitely it, has to, to fit, uh, it has to fit you. Like, exactly. Like, what's the guy's name? Cal. He basically told him early in the movie to backtrack a little bit. Most guys, the number one problem that most guys have when it comes to women is they don't know what the fuck to say. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to talk to women. He's right. <laughs> He's right. It is. That's exactly what right. it is. Yep, and just ask questions. I mean, to think about it. You could apply that a bike now in 2019, because most women, 99 percent of them, don't give a fuck about you, and you, they like to talk about themselves. You All ask right. a question. That's what I tell people. Just say hello and let the conversation go from there. Well, if you, I mean, if you hit on a girl now, you get called sexist. You got to be careful. I literally don't fucking have a pair of fucking skinny jeans. My shit is fucking loose right now. But like, honestly, dude. I've taken so many fucking medical classes. It's like, okay, a fucking, a woman can fucking hold like six inches at the most in her vaginal canal. I'll leave it at that. Like, seriously, I'm not hung like a fucking horse, but yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Serious, you know what I'm saying? It's like, fuck, I'm going to do it. If you nut, every man fucking nuts fast, bottom line. It's like, shit, dude. It's fucking come on and say something, you know? I agree. I agree. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Have it to everybody, so there's no shame in it. Listen, 
when you're performing well, that's it. when you're performing live anything can happen <laughs> you know uh, follow the advice of uh from uh, there's something about Mary yeah. whenever you get ready whenever you uh <laughs> get ready for a hot date got to do some pre-gaming you gotta pre-game. so that way when it's time for the main event <laughs> you're not overly excited that's oh, it. I thought you meant when I need some fucking hair gel or something like that never mind but yeah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> all right <laughs> go head back to the archives on shout engine and oh, exactly uh, and check that out shout engine.com slash Hollywood hangout be able to check mm-hmm. that out right there actually you can check out all of our archives right there all of our old shows um talk about that later but uh we go back now to the movie we go to the next day at work mm-hmm. And we've got Cal, Seth Rogen, talking to Paula, played by Jane Lynch in this movie. Um, we find out Paula would fuck him in a minute. Now, I'm going to go ahead and play this scene. But here we go, because I can't do this justice. He might be fooling us all, though. Really? I actually think he might be, like, some genius. And this is, like, some big, like, hilarious, like, he's bored at work and he just wanted to, like, kick up some shit. So he told us always a virgin. You're seeing a lot of stuff that's not there. You're just projecting all over him he might be an idiot savant but he's he's not like clever enough to go that deep but he's got a great body would you fuck him in a new york minute you would fuck him absolutely hey andy what are you doing for lunch um i don't know i have a turkey sandwich we're gonna go around the corner all right and immediately i thought they were gonna try to hook him up with his boss i really did I thought they were going to try to hook him up with his boss right there and then. Um, I was worried about that, actually. I thought we were going to maybe see Jane Lynch naked. I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't. Uh, what do you think about Butch Chicks, bro? Come on, Butch Chicks, what do you think about? I don't mind most of them, but she's a little... I don't know, she's not what? my type. Go ahead, say it, say it. What? She's not my type. Oh, no. Well, she's a lesbian, right? I think so. Fish is Bush, right? A little fuck bit. Fuck it, dude. Dude, look, at THT, we fuck it. You know, you know, you know damn good and well with never too soon. I don't that. But yeah. I'll tell you, you know what, though? I'll tell you which, which, which butchish kind of chick is pretty hot in this movie is Gina, who comes up in a little while. Gina, yeah. Gina's, TV, yeah. Gina's right? not, a, not, 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 not too bad, actually. Um, and yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, I'm on. I, I did all my homework, bro. Thank you. Thank you, Box. <laughs> uh, no problem, man. I'm, I'm with Cal right. here. I think uh, Cal even says he he, he kind of got along with her. But, yeah, this is speed dating that they take him to at lunch. He, they're not trying to hook him up with the boss. Thank God. But um, as we see... So, hold they, up, hold up. What, but, what are we scared of? Are we scared of Tinder? Are we scared of Grinder? We're like, what? We scared of just fucking put out? Tell, tell me some box man. You're older than me. You know what I'm saying? I'm 38. You know what I'm saying? Anthony's I never got to. Me, but you're older. But like, what never, are we scared? I never got to use Tinder. Yeah, I, I know, right? No, I never got to use any of those fucking apps, dude. They, they please. I, I, I already had two kids. Two kids by the time Tinder came. Yeah, out. right. I don't know. I ain't. I'm. I ain't scared of no apps. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. I ain't yeah, scared exactly, of right? you, motherfuckers. <laughs> what about you, Anthony? You, 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 you're the youngest one out of us. What are we scared of, bro? You know what I'm saying? This dating is like dating apps and fucking partners hooking us up and everything else. Tell me something, dude. Mm, I mean, what are we scared? I don't. I, I think uh, most people are just scared of rejection. 
that's probably it. You know what I'm saying? You came to here to New Orleans and stuff like that. So it's like we all cool and everything else is like I think I think it's people just fucking scared to say shit. Like fucking, you know what I'm saying? I ain't fucked nobody in fucking six months or whatever. I don't know. What is it? Do we scared to talk or we scared of like rejection or what? Nah, it's probably it comes down to like the rejection. It's just like because nobody wants to get rejected, but right? it's almost like find a common ground. Like I said, just especially like if you're in a social setting anyway, just right. find just find something common. Like I said, start off with hello and just let the conversation flow from there. Don't think about what you're going to say, what she might say. Say hello and just take it from there. I feel like sometimes people almost overthink. They kind of like work themselves into unnecessary situations. Just take, you know, take it step by step. Say hello, and then just let it flow from there. Exactly, bro. <laughs> there you go. But right. uh, I have some of the speed dating queued up to play because, go ahead. man, there's some there's some crazy chicks in here. But uh, we do see all of them got involved in the speed dating. Jay was Dr. Montavon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cal was Cal was Cal. David was David. Um, and we'll talk about what happens with uh, David as we go a little bit here. We'll we'll play a little bit of the scene. Here we go. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Are you fine? Yeah. You're fine then. Are you fucking retarded? What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> Want me to be fucking retarded? <laughs> when I look into the eyes of the children and the parents, and they're smiling and saying, thank you, Dr. Montalban, you saved my child, it was worth it. Amy, what are you doing here? Dave. Okay, before we go too far, David does sit down, and <laughs> he's drinking, we see, and he sits down with his ex, Amy. And Indian chick, yeah, Indian. Yeah, actually, I, my wife was um, only. Mindy Kelly is overrated. I'm sorry, she's overrated, dude. She's not that funny. Sorry. I think so too, but she was in a show. I'm half Indian. I'm half Indian. Sorry, I can do That's it. all right. That's all right. She was in a TV show. My wife was watching for a while. Um, all right. What was the move? What was the TV show my wife was watching? I know she was in the office. Um, for a little. A, Seven a little o'clock, bit. eight o'clock, nine o'clock. You got to submit time. Nah. Yeah, she was in. She was one of the voices in Wreck It Ralph. Trying she uh, the Mindy Project. That's the show. Mindy That's Mindy. the show. My girl, my 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 well girlfriend at the time, wife was watching. God, I hope she's not listening to me. Um, that's the show my wife or, was watching. Or else what? Or else what? Box like if she was listening to you, or else what? I'm just I'm asking you, dude. Your man's man, but I'm just saying, or else what? Trust me, never call your wife yeah. your girl. Never call your wife. Yeah. Just, just, just never call your wife your girlfriend. Trust me, trust me. He's cool. He's cool. Uh, she was also in one episode of uh, It's Sunny in Philadelphia. But um, I kind of right. agree, man. She's a little... Uh-oh, wait a minute. Go ahead. Oh, all right. Just, by the way, just remember, I could be pulled out at any time to go have a baby, by the way. You are fertile. You are fertile box. You are fucking inner man, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, she was, she's eight, off, she's <laughs> eight months. She was eight months two days ago, and she's been having contractions the past two days. Literally, she could come tell me right now we need to go. So, but just remember that. Um, anyway, wow. back to the movie. Um, well, 
Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Actually, we was asked a question. What was it? Well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, Anthony. Anthony, go ahead and say something, bro. No, no, no. I said that would be awesome. You know, first off, congratulations once again, Box. Thank you, sir. Uh, you saying that kind of gave me flashbacks to the uh, Chase episode because <laughs> I really feel like I like to think that's where uh, your little bundle of joy was conceived with that episode. Yeah, but it wasn't. Check, um, check, 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 the, check the archives for that reference. Box is on number three. Box is on number three. Oh, last. This is it. No, this is it. This is this is it. We're done. This is it. No, damn that box. No, damn that box. Keep, keep, keep the ratings going up. You have a baby every nine months. No, <laughs> it'll be a special. It'll be a special episode every nine months. <laughs> Somebody else better start paying for this shit then. Um... <laughs> But anyway, let's play a little bit of this part right now. David is sitting All down right. with Amy, and let's play some of it. Yeah. Here we go. And you are Gina? Gina. Hey, what's up? Nothing. Look, I'm going to be real honest with you. Um, it's been a long time since I've been with a man. Spent a lot of time with uh, the ladies. Looking to get back up on that pogo stick. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me? Remember that time when, you, we, when we made love and you just, you cried in my arms? Please don't reminisce about the times we fucked. Please. It's so creepy. Let's go to Paris. I want to take you underneath the Eiffel Tower and make love to you. Cut it out. Cut what out? This going to Paris, we've been broken up for like two years, man. I don't want to date you anymore. You're a whore. I am not a whore, all right? Just because I didn't like you. This is so us. <laughs> Psycho talk. What? <laughs> Good looking man. Thank you. Very pretty. Real okay, so again... We did mention David's a little bit of a stalker kind of guy, uh, a little psycho. And she even says it here, psycho talk. Uh, but Steve Carell, again, is talking to Gina, which uh, she's a little butch, but uh, nice. Mo Khan from uh, Mad TV, so right. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Let's get a little more here. Soft, delicate features. They're real feminine, you know, which is good <laughs> for me because that would be a simple sort of transition. You know what I'm saying? Maybe throw a little rouge on you. Tuck your sack back. You game? No. <laughs> you need to stop fucking around with my friend, okay? Because you're giving him hope and it's driving the man crazy. I moved, I changed my email address, my phone number. Okay, he's practically stalking me. Well, I didn't know all that, so I'm sorry. Oh, I love Minnesota. I grew up in, in a town outside of Minneapolis, like a population of like 500 people. <laughs> really small. Yeah, it's like the land of a thousand lakes. What about you? You're used to like a really big city. Really? <laughs> okay. Now, <laughs> now, me and Anthony talked about this scene uh, pre-show uh, as we were pre-gaming. <laughs> which is me. Man, which is me. Mindy's not that hot. Come on, dude. Mindy, Mindy is not that hot. Like, seriously, dude. I'm half Indian. Like, no. Mindy's not that hot, right? No, Come but on. Carol, who, who, who Steve Carell, Andy, is talking to here, does, right. she, does she look familiar to you, Weebs? Yeah, probably, yeah. Probably? DDP's old lady? Yes, sir, it is. That is Kimberly oh Page. Oh, my She's a fucking dime piece, right? <laughs> we get to see a little nipple from her. I'm not sure if this is in the uh, original. She has freaking nice nips, dude. She has some nice nips, DDP. <sighs> yeah, he's cool with that. God, man. Yeah, and he used to let people bang I'm, I'm sure our fucking Rain Man Anthony is probably going to say, like, DDP had, like, a freaking, uh, I'm, I'm sure he's going to say, like, like, some, you know, I'm sure he's gonna see some old school shit like like uh Kimberly was like a ex Playboy model. Maybe she had some nice nips. Maybe she was like cool as fuck. Maybe Eric Bischoff may might have banged her. I'll leave it at that. Bro, 
Bischoff bang that dude. We know this. Leave it. I'm gonna leave it to Anthony's my boy, dude. Brother, mother. Go ahead, Anthony. What do you think about this Kimberly Page scene right here? I'm literally paused on her nipple. <laughs> I'm drooling. I'm drooling. Two words, bro. Two words. Mm-hmm. What? Good God. Ah. <laughs> this is a great scene. Great Page, scene uh, here. Then I say, man, look. <laughs> how wonder Page. No wonder Paige is so zen and positive about every fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Dang that for like 10 years. I would be too. Yeah. I don't know how zen I would be actually when she left, but. Wow. She had like a wild issue too. Yeah. Fucking play. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Steve Carell is a little uncomfortable with this, which is strange. I'd be like, Jesus Christ, can we leave like now? <laughs> can, can, can we get out of here? I mean, and like she, and like yeah, she, she seemed like she was like willing to go along with the plan. I think she he could have got that one. I think so. I think so. Um, now David is drinking this whole time. He's drunk as f- fuck, and they do go back to work like this. Yes, they go back to work like this. Um, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, at one point, we actually see um, Paul Rudd literally yelling into the camera, screaming about his bad times with Amy, uh, and uh, showing his asshole. Handheld cam, yeah. Right. Yeah, in the handheld cam. <laughs> I still have one of those. I still do. Some good videos on there still. Um, I think it was Halloween 4 or 5, yeah. Yeah, Paul Rudd was like Halloween four or five, but yeah, it's, it's like one of those movies. But yeah, right. I got Halloween fucking tattooed on me, so yeah, I'll leave it at that. All right, <laughs> all right. But yeah, we uh, we keep going here. Um, mm-hmm. This is where finally we get Jay ends up inviting Andy to a party, <laughs> but it turns out to be a tranny prostitute. I am the party. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, this was. Let, a little... let, let me ask you something. Like, all right, like if if a female fucking oh, geez, like when when you busting up, do you throw hands after or like what? Uh, how how do you do that, bro? Wait, like, what? Serious. Wait, 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 what? No, I'm saying if if, if okay, okay, she's a female mm-hmm. and or oh, supposedly slash male. I don't know what the fucking thing is, but like, do you throw hands after you nut or what? What do you do, box man? Come on, honestly, you've been in a fucking, you know, you've been in a fucking limo with a fucking, you know. Yeah, but I've never been in this situation. Yeah. Uh, in this situation, I would um, not do. I, I would. I, I would not nut first. I will tell you that. <laughs> all right. That's all the one over. <laughs> I would not nut first. I will tell you that definitely. Uh, She's at least got to catch hands, right? You got to throw hands. That's a good point. Because I'm thinking, yeah. like, would it technically be considered violence against a woman if it's technically right? a transgender situation? In 2019, yes. You think so? In 2005, you might have got away with it. I'm just saying, though. It, it, but I'm just saying, if they were biologically born a man, I don't give the transition shit, they might physically look like a woman, but biologically they're a man. Do you understand? Do you not understand the world we're living in, dude? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be logical here, Box. You understand what I'm saying? I do. And like I said, in 2019, it would be considered battery of a woman. I hate, in 2005, I hate you probably got away. Yeah, with I hate it. <laughs> I'm telling you, right now, it would be. 
Dude, we are in an age where people think that women have penises. America has become pussified, quote unquote, box man. Yes, sir. So I'll leave it at it. In in oh, yeah. in, 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 in <laughs> many more ways, in many 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 more ways than than I can even explain. Um, yes. oh, yeah. Children also have the right to identify as whatever they want to be: gay, well, straight, a broom, a banana. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I really don't want to get into all this. Um but yeah, he does end up seeing going to the pranny the tranny pros and uh basically he goes to work the next day, he's screaming at the guys and they tell him, Look, you didn't have the balls to do it yourself, so we called you one. Um but he instead he says, Oh, I don't have the balls and he goes across the street to Trish and this is where we get the first Jonah Hill cameo. This is the first and only Jonah Hill cameo in this movie, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is chubby, uh, Joan Hill. Yeah, yeah, and actually, again, a, not a skinny Jonah Hill. Uh, pre, I, bu- I believe he had some surgery. To, I think he had. So you say ch- ch- chubby uh, Joan Hill is funnier? Is that what you're saying, boxer? I'm just saying. Of course, dude. Chubby, right. yeah. chubby Jonah yeah. Hill is funnier. Chubby Drew, right. Fat Drew <laughs> Carey is funnier. Um. <laughs> Fucked up Sam Kennison was funnier. It's just the way it goes, man. Sometimes it's just the way it's got to go. You know? Yeah. It, it, it really is. It really is. It's just the way it's got to go. But, uh... There's yeah. nothing wrong with that, bro. But Jonah Hill's trying to buy some goldfish boots, hooker boots, mm-hmm. and no one knows why. Um, right. I don't want to guess why. It's just a really bad, even visual thinking about why... <laughs> Jonah Hill wants hooker boots for himself. Um, but anyway, now we go back. To, uh, we're at the scene where um, we got Cal and David are playing Mortal Kombat. And if you look at the shirt David Paul Rudd has on, it's him on the shirt. He's wearing a shirt with himself on it. Did you not notice that? Yeah, that was some meta shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Do you have a favorite Paul Rudd movie? Do you have like role models? Do you have like Ant Man or is that a favorite Paul Rudd movie? You like? I, I don't think I do. I don't think I've seen. I haven't seen either one of those you just mentioned. Okay, Halloween four or five, but yeah, I'll leave it at that. But yeah, I, I did my homework. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I haven't seen those either. I, mean, I haven't seen yeah. those either. <laughs> yeah, role models is funny, but yeah, I, it is. I, 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 I would say I would prefer them in this. All right, uh, that's cool. Speaking, Speaking of things that wouldn't fly in today's society, I'm about to play <laughs> what, it. What Anthony. The, the playing the uh, you know how I know you how your game. I feel like this is probably like, <laughs> this like I, feel, I feel like this is probably like the uh, downfall of gay jokes because oh, this, uh, this this is something you couldn't do today. Uh, America by the way, has become pussified, quote yes. unquote, box pen. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, can't we say shit, dude? Yeah, this whole you know how I know your gay scene was completely improvised by Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen. I don't know, oh. box, you awesome. <laughs> yeah, the whole scene, and I am going to play some of it right now because right. it just has to be. It just has to be. It just has to be. No, I'm not gay. I'm just celibate. I think. I mean, that sounds gay. I just want you to know that this is, like, the first conversation of, like, three conversations that leads to you being gay. Like, 
there's this, and then in a year it's like, oh, you know, I kind of get I want to get back out there, but I think I like guys. And then there's the big, oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a gay guy now. You're gay for saying that. I'm gay for saying that. You know how I know you're gay? How? How do you know I'm gay? Because you macrameed yourself a pair of jean shorts. You know how I know you're gay? You just told me you're not sleeping with women anymore. You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? You know how I know you're gay? How? You like Coldplay. Oh, you're dead. You're dead. Oh! 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 Leave my torso alone, at least. Um, I also wanted to call... Okay. Now, while they're out there playing and doing the whole, are you, you know, I know this is what makes you gay, um, Andy calls Trish, actually talks to her this time. Um, he does get a date with her, but he has to tell her that he rides a bike and she thinks it's a, thinks it's a motorcycle. Um, and the poor guy is so embarrassed when he says, no, it's a bicycle. Uh, so, eh, which would be kind of bad. But of course, now we get back to the funny part where they're still going on with the, do you know how I know you're gay? Because that's just great. You're gay? Oh. You like the movie Made in Manhattan? You know I know you're gay? <laughs> how? I saw you make a spinach dip in a loaf of sourdough bread once. You know how I know that you're gay? How? You have a rainbow bumper sticker on your card that says, I love it when balls are in my face. <laughs> that's gay? God damn it. I'm ripping your head off right now. It's off, and now I'm throwing it at your body. Fuck you! Oh, jeez. You guys, she's uh, picking me up in an hour. Oh, drag, dude. Wait, wait, she's, she's picking you up from here? Nah. That's fucked up, man. Why? Why? Seriously. I mean, look at this place, man. You got you. You got to see this through the eyes of a woman. You know what? What is she gonna think when she comes in here? Oh look, he's got a billion toys. So what? And more video games than a teenaged Asian kid. All right. Is that the six million dollar man's boss? All right. So basically, what they're telling him here is his house is riddled with action figures and comic book shit that a woman just isn't gonna be into. And they're like, yeah, it's simple. We'll just take everything that's embarrassing out of your house. Well, they empty his house. <laughs> Completely empty his house, basically. So basically, the moral of the story here is wait till you lease about six months in before you uh, spring this shit on him. Yeah, probably. And I, I would have left everything, dude. I don't, I don't think she would have been turned off by it. But uh, shit that's empty. He won't even let her in the house when she does come and pick her up. Um, they're out at the little the hibachi place, which is a Benihana, which we mentioned before. Um, and Trish is telling uh, Andy all about her bad ex-boyfriend stories. Um, and then she accidentally thinks, well, she doesn't accidentally, she thinks he said it was his birthday. And they even come out and sing to him uh, while they're singing to a little girl, and he's embarrassed. But it does end up with Trish and Andy back at Trish's house, making out. And he's trying to put a condom on. And this is where he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, the poor guy, at all. 
has absolutely no clue what he's doing, and there's condoms everywhere from him trying to put them on. He even had one explode yeah. on his balls. Yeah, this scene unreasonably pissed me off because I'm looking at, dude, what the what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you're was... wasting valuable kind. He even wasted a magnum. The mm. fuck are you doing, bro? Yeah, he put it on his arm. What the fuck? I mean, you, you, the, there was YouTube at this point, wasn't there? I mean, come on. Wasn't there? At 2005, when did YouTube come out? I, I, you're right, 2005, 2006? Yeah, there was YouTube. He could have figured it out. He could have figured it out. Yeah, I think it was all five, yeah. There was plenty of stuff. Um, meanwhile, Trish, great body. In the, great body on her, man. She's fucking hot as hell, by the way. Jesus. Um... But yeah, they go in, he's trying to put condoms on and struggling and struggling and there's condoms all over and um, her daughter walks in and there's condoms everywhere and she thinks they've basically just been fucking all night. And um, by the way, her daughter is really hot. I don't know. Uh, her name is Kat Dennings. Oh, the, yeah. She's uh, from uh, Two Broke Girls. Oh, yep. And, Two Broke Girls. And... Uh... And uh, my God, you just you want to talk about Hall of Fame tits, bro? Google her box, and you'll understand what I'm talking about, dude. When she's Damn. when she's in the um, in the bathroom and she comes out, she has that low cut top on. Oh my God! Yeah, let me see if I can find a recent picture of her, bro. They those things are legendary. Oh my God! Um, Only reason to watch that fucking show, anyway. By the way, yeah, yeah. But um, daughter walks in. And she thinks they've been fucking all night. She's like, oh, my God, you guys have been having sex all night. There's condoms all over the place that he's wasted. Uh, and she, the daughter, wants to have sex with her boyfriend, and her mom won't let her. And it makes it a little weird, which we'll get to a little more. But uh, he is so blue-balled from this situation <laughs> that he he goes home and calls the Viagra hotline. Um, and we'll go ahead and play some of that for you right now. Here we go. Hi, yes, I'm calling because uh, it's been more than four hours, and your ad said to call if it's been more than four hours. Well, how much of the medicine have you taken, sir? Uh, I haven't taken any, but your ad said that if you've had an erection for more than four hours, you should call. So, um, well, you're only supposed to call if you've taken the medicine. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I must not have heard that part. Yes, if you haven't taken the medicine, uh, you don't call. Right, 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 right. I'm sorry. Right. Is, um, so there's nothing you can do. I mean, so I just don't want to... nothing I can do. I am in Bombay, India. Oh, okay. No, not you personally. I just don't want... I just don't want to have an erection anymore. <laughs> well, you know, you could have sex. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. That's uh, one, one thing people have an erection. Yeah, that's not an option. I don't have sex. Uh, okay, well, then you can masturbate. I'd rather not masturbate. Well, if you'd like the erection to go away, you can light a match, blow out the flame, and put the hot ember on your wrist. And that will focus the brain elsewhere, and you will lose your erection. Really? That'd work? Take your finger and flick your testicle. And if you do that till it hurts, your erection will okay. uh, go away. all right. It sounds unpleasant, and it is. There's a trick we use in India. Okay, well, those are all good uh, good pieces of advice. I really appreciate it. Well, we appreciate your business, although you, we didn't get your business. No, you not this time. I guess I didn't need you this time. Thank you. 
bro. That, 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 that's a, I, you would think by this time day and age it would it would be simpler. It'd be more convenient when it, when you had to call customer service for something. But mm. to this day, you, you st- you'll still from time to time run into those issues. You'll get somebody from another country that <laughs> that are they clearly reading from a script and they can't help you fix a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Steve Carell wakes up the next morning. He's still hard as a fucking rock, by the way. Um, hard as a fucking rock. Uh, even pees on himself sitting down, which that's pretty bad. I don't know. It needs a new toilet seat if that's happening. Um, and Paula, his boss, as he's at work the next day after he pees on himself, um, promotes him to a salesperson. And offers to be Andy's fuck buddy. And even talks a little bit about her old whoring days. Um, I don't know. What would you do? Anthony, would you do it? Would you do it? Pa- pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. Weebs. Yes. Weebs, what do you think? Well, you, you, you talking about like a fuck buddy or just like somebody to practice on? Yeah. Fuck buddy. Like nowadays I'm 38. Yeah. I probably fucking, yeah. All I right. Do it. Yeah. All right, Weaves would do it. There you go. There Fucking you go. right, dude. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So after this scene where she decides to uh, tell him about her being a complete whore, um, <laughs> I mean, she, let's face it, she'd probably be pretty freaky in bed, but uh, I'd probably pass too. I think I'm with Anthony here. I think <laughs> I, I, I think I have to pass. Um, the guys start asking Andy about his date with Trish. He tells him how bad it was. Um, and he even tells them they have a kid and they're all like shocked she has a kid um and basically they tell him what you should do you need to tell her you need to tell her you're a virgin and that'll kind of be a test you'll see where she's at you'll see what's going on um and you know it shows he's once again thinking of comebacks of what how she reacts he's he kind of does that throughout the movie uh, thinks of comebacks to say. Um, and then, uh, you know, Trish does show up for another date. Um, now he's talking to Trish while they're on this other date of theirs. And he actually finds out that she has three kids. Not one, not two, but three kids. And also that she's a grandmother. Um, she also tells him that uh, they need to slow down a little bit on the physical stuff which he's happy with because now he doesn't have to tell her that she's a virgin. And they agree that maybe they can go on 20 dates until they actually do get a little more physical, um, which will come up again later in the movie. Um, now, Andy does go back to her house. Meets her two, they are making out. Meet her two daughters, though. And he does some magic, which, again, I thought maybe would be a little prelude to maybe that's how we got the uh, little magician part. In uh, Burt Wonderstone. I don't know. Still a great movie. Um, now, Andy calls Joe Rogan's character, or Seth, I'm sorry, Seth Rogan, not Joe. What am I thinking? Uh, Cal in this movie and starts telling him about the date he just had. And we'll go ahead and play that scene right now. Oh, let me take it off mute. I'm sorry about that. Here we Bro. go. Take it off mute. Here we go. Hey, 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 Cal. Hey! I just got back from the date. Did you did you tell your version? Uh, no. I haven't gotten to that yet. Really? Are you, are you having sex right now? No. 
she was incredible. She was amazing. She didn't pressure me. And oh, and 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 she has three kids, and one of her kids has a kid. <coughs> you all right? Did you say that she she has three kids, one of whom has a kid? Yeah. So so she's a grandma. No. I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but she's a fucking grandma. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever, you know. She's the hottest grandma I ever saw. That's, yeah, that's, she is. She's that's a hot good-looking grandma. grandma. My grandma looks like Jack Palance. Well, she's no Jack Palance. No, if Jack Palance looked like that lady, I would want to fuck Jack Palance right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> she's a hot grandma. Hey, yeah, no, do a grandma, man. You should you should fuck her on her uh, plastic covered couch. <laughs> Fuck her while she watches Murder, She Wrote. She would probably find that very erotic. Yeah, well, whatever, you know. Fuck her and then have her send you a check for $12 on your birthday. <laughs> I'm the dude with the hot granny. <laughs> what did you want to talk to me about? Well, Andy, the numbers just came in and... Uh... Oh, I don't know, I'm not going to play that scene. Uh, basically, she tells uh, from that scene where the whole grandmother thing comes in, which... Seth Rogen, man, how, how did he finish that joint so fast to be able to hit the bong? Man. Really fast. Hey, Holly, Hollywood magic, bro. Hollywood magic. I guess that's what it is. Uh, he, but, yeah, he finished that joint pretty pretty goddamn quick. Uh, are you asking us, Box? Or like, are you asking us? <laughs> like, serious? No. I, right. <laughs> I, just, I just noticed something. I just noticed. Right. A little, little noticing there. Um, but, anyway. Let's go back here. Now, the next day at work, he's talking to Paula, and we just heard the numbers did come in. He's doing great, and she promotes him to the floor manager, and she offers her pussy one more time to <laughs> to uh, Andy in this scene, and this is where we also get a Kevin Hart cameo. Oh, yeah. This has to get played. <laughs> this is This was funny. I didn't have it to play, but I guess we can play it. Fuck it. We can play. Let me move up to it a little. Smart tech. Smart. Hold on. I got to get to it. Uh, let's see. Cal is hiring. Oh, here we go. I got it. I got it, Anthony. Right after Cal is hiring the uh, girl. Here we go. I got it. Wait. God damn it. Give me a second. All right. <laughs> I went back too far. VLC fucking sucks sometimes. You know that? Yeah. I know from experience. Yeah, it's hard to actually get it to an exact spot unless you know exactly where you're going. But uh, give me one second. We'll get Kevin Hart here. A few more. Here we go. An extended warranty on it for the price of on the house. Hmm? That I can't do. Now don't be a Negro. Be my nigga. All right? Help me out. Hold on. Hold on. I ain't nobody's nigga. Well, I mean, you somebody's nigga wearing this nigga tie. Now you're being condescending. See, mm -hmm. you've been warned, all right? Let's move forward amicably. Okay, well, so check I this out. First of all, you're throwing too many big words at me. Okay, now, because I don't understand them, I'm going to take them as disrespect. Mm -hmm. Watch your mouth and help me with the sale. Okay, see? See, now you found yourself a nigger. You were looking for a nigger? Nigger here now, see? Okay. Today's forecast, dark and cloudy and chance of drive-by. You want to go? Yo, I suggest you move back. Then Nick fire off. Uh-oh. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Go get him, Tiger. This shit just got rigged. What you gonna do, bitch? I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. You know Luca Perry from 20th and 25th? You ever heard of Rolling Twenties, nigga? Mm -hmm. Since I was 16, nigga. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Frosty. You know what I'm saying? Spoon. Nigga, okay. we fuck dwarves in the ass. Nigga, this dwarf here don't gotta be taller. Pull the trigger off of somebody's face, oh, nigga. Please, yeah, get up, nigga. Get up, nigga. Back up. What's up? Hey, what, 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 what? 
Well, uh, welcome to Smart Tech. What hey, can I, is, this, can is this your boy? You? Yeah, nigga, we will both mash you. What? Hey, what? How, how can we Where you help at? you, sir? No, 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 he don't need no help. He's already been served. I served him. He's taken care of. He's a little slow, but he got it. See, what he thought was he could come up in here and make the rules, but now he see that Jay make the rules okay. in Smart Tech. Then I run this bitch, and now he about to bounce. This your boy? Yeah, that's my boy, nigga. We rep the same Smart Tech. You just got fucked up with him. Both y'all niggas gonna get clapped up when I get back. Both of y'all niggas. What, what did I do? It don't fucking matter. Yeah, oh. well, aim high, Willis. Aim high. Please don't do that. Bro, this is like fucking, this is like some fucking smoky shit from fucking, this is like smoky and Big Worm. <laughs> you know, man, this is some Friday shit right here. He got the wrong man involved. Uh, but but we don't get the part where he's, uh, you know, obviously yeah. no one comes after him in this part. But uh, Kevin Hart. Um, we find out in, uh, from this scene with Kevin Hart, we find out Jay is, uh, short and Steve Carell is a little taller than short. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Jay, you want to say early yeah. Kevin Hart? Early Kevin Hart? Like early, five. Definitely early Kevin Hart. Yeah. There's not really a late Kevin Hart right now. Not doing as well as he was. <laughs> Um, I, I I think he's in like early forties. Yeah, I'll leave it at that right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he go from this that scene though. We go to the next scene where Jay is in the room telling Andy about how he got caught cheating. Um, <laughs> how he got so drunk he left the condom on when he went home. <laughs> how fucking drunk you gotta be? Um, right. and it it's kind of weird. You you sort of see throughout the movie, these guys are all starting to see. Maybe maybe Andy's got it right. Maybe sex just complicates everything. Yep. You know? <laughs> I mean I mean, outside of the obvious, you know, just being kinda lonely and, you know, just not having much of a social life, he pretty much had it together before they started getting involved with the situation. Yeah, and you know what? But all the guys end up in a kind of except for Cal, Seth Rogan's character. Jay sort of sees the light. He even tells him in this scene, man, maybe you're right. Maybe sex just all complicates everything. You got Paul Rudd's character, David, who's gone celibate because, you know, he's just sworn off the pussy. But um, <laughs> after this scene, we get a little montage of Andy and how he's happy with Trish and her kids. And... I just want to play this simply for the song that's playing. Holy shit, did this just bring me back to my childhood. Now, neither you, neither of you guys probably know this song. You've probably heard it before, but don't know what TV show it's from. I've played it before. I have played this song before, and um, i got to play it again. The montage is so great. There you go. All right. 
anyone know what song that show that that do you is, uh, do either one of you seven, remember me remembering playing it before? Uh, let me see. Is it uh, late seventies, early eighties? Early eighties, most definitely. The show lasted from nineteen eighty one to nineteen eighty three. It was called "The Greatest American Hero." It was sung by a guy named Joe Scarborough. Okay. It's I watched every episode of this fucking TV show when I was a kid. From eighty, everyone. Every single one. It was, when I was a kid, it was great TV, but it wouldn't hold up now. Oh, you got to download it somewhere, don't you? Huh? You got this downloaded somewhere, don't you, this show? No. It's like actually... before or after MASH? Oh, when did MASH end? That's like was, fucking 80s, right? Yeah, that was a I long time. Yeah. This this was this was probably right in the middle. I think MASH was on till man, you're gonna make me look it up, aren't you? Dude, I'm thirty eight, so yeah. You're only a couple years older than me, so yeah. early to mid eighties, I would guess. Yeah, only I'm six years. I got right. I got six years on you. Let's see here. MASH If I guess maybe what, eighty two, eighty three? Uh hold on one sec. I'm gonna pull it up right here and uh eighty three. So this show ended the same time MASH uh-huh. did. This show did end, and I mean the 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 last episode of Mash was like a fucking. Yeah, eighty three. I was like two years old, so yeah, I gotta fucking figure this one out. Yeah, yeah. Now, Box. I mean, <laughs> I've only been able to read about it in different documentaries. Was the ending of Mash as big as people say it was? Like it was just like an event. Yes, absolutely, dude. People talked to dude. I remember being a kid and hearing people talking about that. The next, it it, it was huge. It was absolutely a huge... Dude, that show still broke records with actual ratings. Gotta remember, that was before anything was around. 83, dude. No internet, no nothing like that, dude. (laughs) Three major channels, like 3, 6, and 10, because Fox wasn't even a thing that big then. This was straight TV for for, for people. You had fucking like five, maybe six channels at the most. This was it. This was it. But uh, in this montage, we see um, Trish is teaching him how to drive. Uh, she gets him a new bike, so uh, she's biking with him. They're just having a great time throughout this whole thing. Um, and Andy tells Trish that that maybe he'd like to get his own electronics store. Um, and they decide to start selling all his collectibles. And he's loading them up. He's talking to them. Um, and in the next scene, we get to Trish. And this is where she calls Andy at work. And she has a problem. And, of course, he jumps in because he's kind of the, he's kind of the man of the house now. And the problem is Trish's daughter wants to fuck her boyfriend. That that that's really the problem. So here we go. Let's just do it. For the family health clinic. She's too young. So you want me to take her? No, I don't want you to take her. I want her to keep it in her pants until she gets to college. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Keep it in my pants? Okay, you didn't keep it in your pants, Mom. I know. I don't want you to make the same mistakes as me, Marla. Oh, mistakes. Okay, so I was a mistake then. Oh, you're not a mistake. Your sister was the mistake. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry, and I don't care how this sounds, but with the makeup running, 
and crying and the low cut and the cleave. Jesus Christ, she's hot as hell. Seriously. Like I said, I don't care how it sounds. Uh, <laughs> it makes you feel any better. She probably was like um, fucking 26 at the time this was filmed. She just looks like a fucking teenager. Yeah, but uh, Jesus Christ. Titties, titties, titties. But we'll play a little more of this. Oh, my God! Her older sister, I mean, she wasn't planned, you know what I mean? Because I was such a, oh, God, you want to run away, don't you? Nope. You and your boyfriend have sex all the time! Oh, my God! Are you kidding? We never have sex. Do we ever have sex? No, we don't. Oh, what? Yes, you do! You're such a liar! Why are you lying to me? Why? Like, I can't Okay, remember, she did find all the condoms, so she does think they're having sex. <laughs> Um, but eventually, Steve Carell does end up uh, taking her to the clinic. Um, ends up taking her to the clinic, and they end up in a group of people. And this is actually the the counselor that they end up in is actually Steve Carell's wife. So, <laughs> kind of creepy. But uh, it is his wife in the clinic. And... Um, Basically, uh, the counselor at one point asks if anyone has questions. And, of course, Steve Carell takes the daughter thinking he may get some information also. And uh, let's go ahead and play it. We're almost done here. Here's a cute story. I came home the other day, and he is with his girlfriend in my marital bed doing things that are illegal in Alabama. Sex acts, right? Things that my wife won't do, okay? Did you have a question? How do I get my wife to do that? Does anybody else have a question? My daughter is, uh, for lack of a better word, dumb. How do I stop her menstrual cycle? You want her to stop having a menstrual cycle? I, I want to stop it maybe just for a few years. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Does anybody else have a question? Um, I, have, uh, I have a question. I think some of the people here might be sexually inexperienced. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? Is that a serious question? No, it wasn't. Okay. Now, there are a lot of activities that you can engage in without having sex that are both fun and safe. What sort of activities? I think um, everybody wants to know about the activities. Uh, well, instead of having intercourse, you could have outer course. Outer course? Uh, what's that? Yeah, what is that? Well, outer course is anything that isn't vaginal intercourse. I prefer vaginal intercourse. <laughs> he really does. No shit. <laughs> now, there are ways of having sex without intercourse. Uh, let's see. There are things like body rubbing or dry humping. You could dry hump. Uh, there's masturbation. Masturbation. Play with yourself. Mutual masturbation. Play with a friend. Deep kissing. <laughs> um, there's erotic massage. Oh, that sounds like it would be nice. Oral sex play. Sounds like my Friday night. Oh, shut up, Seth. We went to Temple. Okay, are there any virgins here who are thinking about having sex for the first time? Wait, wait. So, so you're a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> I tapped that. Oh, yeah, you tapped that. Seth, what, you think you're cool with your little Jufro? We don't say <laughs> tap that. What, what, what are you talking about, Seth? You know what? I'm a virgin, too. <laughs> hey, you, that's... <laughs> We're virgins, too. Yeah. <laughs> No, you know what? It's a it's it's a personal choice, and and I don't think it's weird at all. You know what your problem is? You're putting the pussy on the pedestal. 
That's the yeah. second time I've heard that. What is the <laughs> pussy on a pedestal thing? Okay, um, I can't listen to Okay. Uh, so, after this scene, um, Andy's in the car. He's talking to Marla. That is her name. Uh, Marla, played by Kat Dennings, I think was her name. I already closed that screen. Um, but he says he made it up, the whole virgin thing, to make her feel better. But she knows he's lying. So um, he says, listen, don't tell your mom. And he's like, she's like, I won't, but you do need to tell her. Um, and then in the next scene, we go to Jay, who <clears throat> is showing all the guys a sonogram. Because his wife was pregnant, and that's why she was so emotional. Uh, he invites Andy to his party, and in the next scene after that, Andy's talking to Trish uh, about all his sales with the eBay stuff and things like that. And Trish tells Andy it's close to their 20th date. And if you remember, the 20th date was uh, when they finally decided they were going to have some sex. Trish tells Andy she's falling for him. They start going at it hard. Basically, she's like, she'd probably rape him at this point. Uh, Andy freaks out a little bit when some of his action figures fall down. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit of that scene for you, and that'll explain exactly what I was just talking about. Oh. I got to pick those up. No, pick them up. No, 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 no. I have to pick those Let's up right now. Wait, we'll get listen, no, I can't. No, no listen, come, it's really important because once the integrity of the box gets compromised, this is original packaging, and that's why these things are so valuable. So you don't, you don't screw with that. You really don't right. screw with that. Uh-huh. Well, we can wrap them again later, you know. Yeah, I know, but you know what? This is very important that we don't we don't lose Andy, the value. We don't I'm compromise the integrity. Throwing of the myself at you and. All you can think about is fucking toys. They're not fucking toys. This is Iron Man, okay? I got this when I was in second grade. Do you know how hard it is for a kid to not open that? Uh-huh. This is important. These are my things, and you are trying to make me sell them, and I don't want to. No. And you're making me. I, I'm not you, making... You're encouraging me to quit my job? I'm not. I'm not trying to... You want me to open a store. You want me to sell everything. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. I don't just change like that. I can't just change for you. I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to change you. I like you. I just, I'm trying to help you grow up, Andy. Well, thanks a lot. I mean, my God, you ride a bicycle to work in a stock room. You know what? I'm not in the stock room anymore. I'm a floor manager. Okay. And I ride a bike because I like to. Einstein rode a bike. He had a wife who he fucked, by the way. What do I have to do for you to have sex with me? Do you want me to dress up like Thor? I'll dress up like Thor. I'll dress up like, like Iron Man. What do they do? I'll do it. What? Everything's always about sex. Why do you want to have sex with me? Why not? Tell me. You tell me the truth. Is it because I have a kid who has a kid? Is that why? No, it's cool that you're a grandmother. I love the fact that you're a grandmother. Oh, God. You are. You're oh a hot grandma. God. Oh, my God. You are so mean. Get okay. If you ever find a hot grandma, don't call her a hot grandma. <laughs> I, I just want to throw that out there. Never. Um, and by the way, I would kill to bang this chick. Um, she's fucking hot as hell, dude. No, man, but did you get? Did you understand that whole scene? I actually like. There was actually some layers to that scene there. There was. There was. Obviously, he's scared for reasons that we've just been asking us the whole time. No one understands why he's scared, but it does show a little bit that he's scared of the. The whole thing, the, the the 
the anticipation, the 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 whole deed in itself, and he just can't handle it. He snaps. Yeah, he's not used to like getting that. It's not even that. He's I don't even think it's the sex at this point. He's just he's not used to like a woman actually being into him like this, like genuinely being into him. Mm-hmm. And it's just like he's feeling like, wow, is this this? It, do I have to sacrifice who I am? Do I have to sacrifice the stuff that I like just to get with this chick? It, I feel like he had like a lot going on here. It wasn't even just about the actual act. I feel like it was a lot of layers to it. Like I said, yeah, I'd agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. But uh, you know, I mean, he 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 even tells her, "Look, you're making me do this. You're making me do that." When really, she's obviously not making him do anything. It was. It was him. He told her that this is what he wanted to do, and she's not making him. She's forcing him to make adult decisions, and he's not ready for that either, obviously. I mean, um, she taught the man how to drive, so clearly she got me th- think about that. How many women you know that's going to take time <laughs> to teach a grown man how to drive? So clearly she's into him. Obviously, obviously. Um in the next scene, though, we're at Jay, Jay's baby celebration. Uh, Cal is trying to get David off his ass and to hit on the chick that he hired, um, that Cal hired, who I didn't get her name, but she is absolutely gorgeous. Um, Cal slaps David around till he finally gets off his ass and does go hit on the chick. While that's happening, uh, they do hit it off, by the way. Um, Andy is steady drinking his fucking ass off and getting drunker and drunker and drunker. And, of course, I'm going to play the scene. Eat some food. You guys are so right. Right from the beginning. I need genital-to-genital connection, and that's all I need. You know the thing about relationships is that they... Make one person go, blah, 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 and the other person go, what are you talking about? And then one person goes, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> How much have you had to drink, man? Oh, how much have I had to drink? Hey, how many pots have you smoking? What are you talking about? Oh, how many times have you gone to the bathroom in your life? Let me ask you that. You know what? You don't have an answer for that, do you? Fuck you, man. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You're such a good guy, and I appreciate you. Oh, baby, I didn't know you became Hey, baby. hey, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, tonight is the night. You know what? You were totally right, and I was wrong. You were right all along. You cannot have a relationship with somebody until you have sex, and that's the long... That's how long I thought of it. So, thank you. No, oh, oh, that's good. You're the best. And now I have to go hunt for some hoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Steve Carell going to hunt some hoes. Yes, the great. Obviously. Um, and again, we see Paul Rudd is, uh, or David, is uh, hitting on the girl. He does hit it off with her. But, um... After he decides to go get him some hose, he sees a hot blonde from the bookstore, and she asks him to his apart to her apartment, and he goes. And we end up, you know, one scene ends up back at Trisha's apartment. She's telling her daughter about the fight that she had with Andy, and the daughter tells the mom, "Go work it out with him. You're ridiculous not to." Um, so she's on her way to the house. 
Um, and we find out that uh, at this point we get to Beth, who is again the hot chick from the bookstore. She's dancing for Andy and taking off her clothes. God, this girl has a great fucking body too, man. This whole movie is filled with girls with great bodies. I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, they start talking about doing it in the butt. Actually, she is. She basically tells him to fuck her in the ass. But again, remember, he's shy. Uh, we do see Trish leave at this point, leave her house, and uh, we go back uh, to Andy with uh, Beth. He's getting his clothes off. She sees his weird wax chest. And this is the next scene I'm going to go ahead and play for you guys right here is where she sees his weird wax chest and thinks he's into some kinky shit. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. That was a fun day. Yeah, I'm so kinky. That's why I did this. Because I, I thought it looked... You like the shave, don't you? Let's yeah. shave each other. I don't think you have any oh, hair. Oh, you know where to shave me. Yeah! I want to shave you. I want to shave your head. <laughs> oh, they give you a buzz cut. <laughs> Let's get in the bath. In the bath. Oh. Yes, we're gonna get dirty, dirty, <laughs> dirty. You know, it's just about time I got really dirty. Yeah. Hey, hi, it's it's me. And All right, and that's Trish right there, as he's, um, doing. I'm not sure what the fuck he's doing. To be honest with you, he's <laughs> she's talking about getting in the bath and getting dirty, and he's not sure what the fuck is going on. But uh, Trish calls him and says, I'm on the way to your house to make up with you, basically. And um, we go back to Beth's apartment and uh, she's about to basically fuck him. She gets in the bath and she asks him, what do you like? And he's like, I don't know. What do you like? Well, she gets in the bath and starts masturbating with the shower head. And he's just standing there watching while she gets off. Uh, obviously, we see that right here he's thinking this is wrong. And he, you can kind of tell if you're watching the movie, he's thinking about Trish and that this is just a wrong thing to do. He walks out of the bathroom. And, of course, there's the three guys from work. Now, we was asked... Yeah, I, I, I forgot which one of you guys asked earlier, you know, what do you guys think? Do these guys really care about him? I think this is the point where they did start actually caring about him and not caring about just getting him laid. Was that you, Ebs, or, or Anthony? I forgot. That was me. All right. All right. This is the point where I think the switch happened. I think at this point they wanted to – they're trying to take care of their boy – before they were trying to just get their boy laid, now they're trying to actually take care of the guy. And here we go. What are you doing here? We came here because we were concerned about you and Trish, and now I could not give a fuck. How did you even know where she lives? I hit it like eight months back. What? 
never gave her back the key, man. You, you have no idea where this is going, right? That girl is a freak. Oh, you think? We've been talking. And look, if you, if you love Trish, you can't do this. Look, you guys, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I don't even know who I am. All I know is that woman scares the shit out of me. And I just want to go home, okay? Let's go. We should all get out of here. Okay. We should, we should all go. It wasn't that good for me. We should totally get out of here. We should run away from here. All right. So they do all leave, uh, except for Cal, who stays around and they don't show it, but it's insinuated that he stays and bangs Beth where, let's face it, if I was a single guy and I would do the same goddamn thing. Yeah, and to be fair, she was prepared to do something anyway, so hey. Oh, <laughs> you just yeah. substitute one for the other. She was ready. She was fucking ready. Um, and he goes back to the house. He gets home. Trish is there, and she's looking at his box of porn and all the other porn stuff in his house. She's a little confused, and uh, now she actually thinks that he's a serial killer. Uh, again, I said that comes up in the movie, and this is where it comes up again. He tells Trish that he loves her. She drives off. He chases her on the bike. Um, and another great song is playing in, in this scene, by the way, The Heat of the Moment by Asia, which when they were trying to get rid of the stuff from uh, Steve Carell's house, Andy's house, and... Seth Rogen actually says, you have an Asia poster here. Who the fuck has an Asia poster? Well, they bring up <laughs> Asia again when they're playing the song. Um, Andy ends up crashing into a rolling billboard uh, while, while he's chasing Trish down in the car. She stops in a panic, and Andy, Andy actually tells her everything going on and uh, even tells her that uh, he's a virgin. So here we go. Let's do it. Off a of mute. Here we go. Oh, wow. Angie. Oh, my God. Yep, just, oh, I, God. I need a minute. Oh, my I'm God. in a lot of pain right now. Oh, my God, are you okay? God, that, there were two sides to that billboard, and they both hurt equally. Oh, Andy. Andy, okay? I'm okay. Uh, no, I'm not okay. I'm a virgin. A what? I'm a virgin. I always have been. Oh, Andy. Is that what all this was about? I'm sorry. You're just a virgin, that's all? Yeah. That's good. That's a good thing. I feel stupid. It's okay. I thought you were trying to kill me. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. No, I'm not true. That's why I never tried to have. Okay, real quick, by the way, once again, this motherfucker no sells going through two billboards on a bicycle. He stands <laughs> up. He who booked this shit? You know what Bruh, the fuck is going on? Yeah. Bro, look, he's the only person on the post featured on the poster. He's a fucking man, so he he got you got to keep him strong, brother. All right, all right. I mean, I guess he's John Cena in this. 
So uh, he's, he's front and center. He's the only person featured on the poster. Got to protect the uh, superstar, bro. Got to protect a guy. Got to protect your guy. All right. We'll finish this scene. And uh, this is actually the last scene I'm going to play. And uh, we'll go from there. Next with you. I was scared. Okay. I just. Because I didn't know what I was doing. I just didn't think it would be good. Of course it'll be good. We love each other. Really? I love you. Yeah. Get the fuck out of the road, virgin! Shut up, you fucking jerk! No, that's okay. That's oh, alright. Sorry. <sighs> you know what? For so long, I've thought that there was something wrong with me because it had never happened. But I realize now that it was just because I was waiting for you. Okay. That was a smooth fucking line right there. All right. That was it. He's picking it up. See what happens. Yeah. Um, next scene we go to, next and final scene, uh, Andy and Trish are getting married. Uh, Cal is making out with Beth while they're getting married. Um, uh, Andy and Trish go up to the room, and um, they basically show Andy and Trish. He fucks her. And one minute later... <laughs> he's finished and they do it again and that lasts two hours and two hours later uh, Andy starts singing and we get a very odd scene this is probably the weirdest scene in the whole movie Anthony yes it is uh, they're singing the song Age of Aquarius with the sunshine in by the fifth dimension and we, for some reason, get Seth Rogen rubbing his shirtless shirtless body. Uh, I don't know why. I have no clue. Um, it's a little creepy, to be honest with you. Anyone else find this last scene a little creepy except for me? No, it was creepy. It was, it was creepy? Okay, it wasn't just me. It wasn't just me. That's good. That's good. That's good right there that it wasn't just me. Um, now, I do know during that final scene, Seth Rogen did get heat stroke from being outside shirtless, um, which at least makes me feel like someone paid a, a, some sort of price for that. Someone should have paid something for that scene. <laughs> I'm really not sure what in the hell what is going on with that scene. But, uh, yeah, weirdest ending scene I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I don't know. You think? I mean, you think that was like a dream sequence, or do you think that was like a situation where, yeah, maybe it was in real time? They were just celebrating him finally getting laid, finally getting the girl. I think that might have been what it was. Maybe, maybe, but it was fucking weird as hell, dude. the The ending was just a weird fucking. I mean, I figured they would get married at the end, but I didn't think the ending scene was going to be that weird at all but it was yeah. it definitely was um all right that's it movie's over guys seriously so start with you box like first time seeing it what are your thoughts recommendation value i mean sorry recommendation replay definitely. value what do you think about it definitely would recommend it uh like i said i have never seen this movie and but it it it's a really good movie i definitely would recommend it 
Um, had some, I mean, like I said, I pulled 23 clips and I could have pulled another 10 easily. Easily could have pulled another fucking 10 clips with no problem. Um, but I, I really enjoyed, really enjoyed this movie. Uh, it told a good little story in it. If, if I mean, if you really watch it, it's got a good little story. But um, definitely, uh, let's see. If I would rate this movie, what do you want to do? One to five? Yeah, I can do one to five. I'd probably give it a fucking a four, dude. I'd I'd probably give it a four. You got a whole story here. You got layers, and you got a whole story here. It starts off with. You know, the, uh, his friend's trying to get him laid. You get to the scene where they're trying to get him laid. And then you get to the to another point, in the, the other layer in the movie where they're, well, hey, maybe he's right. Maybe none of us need to get fucking laid. And then at the end, he's getting laid. So literally, you go through the whole, the whole thing where people agree with him. They don't agree with him. They do agree with him. And then at the end, he finds out sex is fucking amazing. Yeah, for me, I would give it four and a half. Um, this is a classic for me. Uh, but the best way for me to describe it is is Porky's all grown up because, like you said, it has layers. I mean, obviously, it's a this is a, I don't want to say it's a teen comedy, but you know, gratuitous sex, gratuitous you know, half naked chicks drinking alcohol and all that kind of stuff. But it also, like you said, it has layers. It tells a story. Yeah. Definitely. So this, so it's not just like surface level stuff. Like if you see, like if you were to go online and look at the pictures and, it, you know, do like a Google image search on forty year old version, you think, oh, this is just another, just another one of those teen type movies. But no, no, it's more than that. You just gotta dig deep, you know. And there is layers to it. So right. I would say, like, it's a grown up porkies. Right, Weebs. What do you think? I think the supporting cast stole the fucking role. You know what I'm saying? Steve Carell is he's cool, but like, come on, not. Roman and Malco and everybody else, I think they stole the movie. Like, y- y'all always said, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I even want to say this. Uh, uh, Doc Holliday and everybody else. Uh, right. Shaft 2000, everybody else. They stole the roles. But, yeah, I, th- I think the supporting cast stole the roles. How y'all want to say it? I, I, I mean, like I said, I think Steve Carell, Carell held his own. There's definitely mm-hmm. scenes where, where Steve Carell was definitely put in in kind of in the in the, in the back on the back burner, but um, I think Steve Carell. Yeah, I, I definitely think he still kind of held his own in the movie. Um, like I said, I, I think it's a good fucking movie. Got a few more little uh, trivia parts of the movie, only just very quick ones. Uh, Steve Carell, when this movie was actually mm-hmm. done, he was forty three. When this movie was made, he was actually forty three years old. Uh, a father of two children. So he was the 40-year-old father, not 40-year-old virgin. Um, Steve Carell's then 80-year-old parents actually went to see this film, and he was very embarrassed by that. Um, Now, the part where Andy is on the phone and trying to get rid of the boner that we played, Mm -hmm. do you know who that is impersonating the Indian accent guy? Oh, the guy went to jail or no? That is Judd Apatow, sir. Oh, all right, no. <laughs> yep, that is actually Judd Apatow. Now, mm-hmm. Knocked Up 
was originally supposed to have the exact same cast and be a sequel to this movie two years later, but they decided to release Knocked Up as a separate movie not related to this one at all. But it was supposed to be the sequel to this movie. Um, I've actually never seen Knocked Up either, so... Guess I need to watch that one, don't I? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Never seen that one either, but I, I, I definitely, I guess I got to check that one out. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I really, I, I thought it was a good movie. It was better than I thought it was going to be. To be honest with you, I thought it was just going to be another, just another cheesy, kind of like Anthony said, kind of just another cheesy Porky's. We're trying to remake the '80s movies into a, in, in, you know, into what they should be. But uh, it didn't, it wasn't that. It definitely didn't have that feel. It definitely didn't, which I was happy about because I didn't want to see another, basically like another Van Wilder trying to be another Animal House or trying to be another Porky's or, you know, trying to be another one of those, you know, just dirty movies. It wasn't like that at all. It really wasn't. Go ahead. And in this case, I feel like, it actually won up the original concept that it was based off of. Cause you figure like movies, like uh, as much as we love Porky's and a lot of ways, Porky's was just gratuitous sex for the sake of it. It was, it's basically gratuitous being gratuitous for the sake of being gratuitous. There really was no story there. If you really stop and think about it, mm. this, this actually has a story. It has layers. It gives you the naked women. It gives you the, the, the gay jokes. It gives you the alcohol references and all that stuff. But in between all that, there's actual natural story. There's actual layers. It's like, a, and by the end of the movie, you actually kind of care about the characters. Right, right. And it, uh, in 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 some ways, and to bring it back to another movie that me and you reviewed a while back, it's a little bit like a grown up version of not another teen movie. Yeah, good one. If if you think about it. Those guys are trying to, I mean, they have the whole song about, you know, we're going to get pussy no matter what and all that shit. <laughs> so it's sort of a grown-up version of Not Another Teen Movie in in ways. One of the storylines, because that was a total parody movie of a bunch of different movies, but one of the storylines in that movie was the fact that they were going to get laid no matter what. They made a pact to get laid, kind of like American Pie. Um so, you know, you, you can kind of bring it back to both of those movies. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I definitely enjoy this movie. I would recommend anybody fucking, you know, get a hold of it, watch it. And uh, I don't know. What else we got? Not a thing. I think we uh, we, we uh, wrapped that uh, bitch up pretty nicely, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Little, I mean, it was a, you know, like I said, our movie was a little longer than the original. Our movie was uh, two hours and 12 minutes, the unrated version. The original version, I believe, was 158 and changed, like 158.40, uh, something like that. So we did watch a little longer of a movie, but um, it was good to have the deleted scenes in there. And, uh, you know, the fact that I hadn't seen the original might have made it a little better, might have made it a little worse, but... I had nothing to compare it to, you know, so who knows? But uh, on that note, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap this motherfucker up. Sound like a plan, guys? 
Yes, sir. All right. I I did not do the plugs at the beginning of the show. I'll go ahead and I guess do them at the end right here. Shout out, as always, to Wrestling OD, Nuclear Heat Graphics. You can check out Shaheen over there at NuclearHeatGraphics.com. He will draw you anything, not just wrestling stuff. Listen, we're doing a movie show. If you want something from a movie, I guarantee he can do it. Trust me. Check out Yakuza Kick Radio, Wrestling's High Marks. Uh, always check out Bobby Anthem over there and uh, Bobby Blades. They're on the Inhuman Experience. And you can uh, check out Bobby Anthem over there doing his own little thing uh, on some quick little shows looking for his lost soul. Uh, he's searching that bitch out. Always check out Eric over there. Doug used to be uh, who uh, obviously you guys know from the show. Uh, and Doug's brother. They are on Unscripted Wrestling. You can check that out on the Philly Sports Passion feed. Check out Philly Sports Passion also. Once again, football season's coming around. And don't forget, the XFL will be up here soon. You're going to want to hear him. I guarantee he'll be watching that shit. And you can check out me and Anthony right here on Hollywood Hangout every other Saturday, uh, 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Mixler, the one you're on right now. Uh, leave us leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, everywhere you find podcasts. And you can check out me and Anthony Wednesdays, every Wednesday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Mixler.com slash Dirt Sheet Dudes. Think I got that out? Everyone good? Oh, yeah. pretty much, yeah. All right. On that note, Weebs, thanks for joining us for the show, man. Really appreciate it. Anthony, sure, thank you. Thanks for hanging out. Chat room, thank obviously. You. Definitely. Thanks for hanging out, chat room. Definitely appreciate y'all joining us late at night like we do. And on that note, we are out of here. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. See ya. Rest in peace, Russ, once again. Right. Peace. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs>